This is the Buzz Adams Morning Show Podcast. Barstool Talk Daily. Except it's really early in the morning and no booze. For the most part. Thank you so much and good morning and welcome to our show, everybody. It's our Friday show. I hope everybody's ready for the weekend because it's going to be here before you know it. And thanks for spending part of your Friday with us. Coming up later in about two hours, comedian BT joins us in the studio. One of our favorites and a comic that we haven't seen for a couple of years. So BT will be dropping by around 7 o'clock Mountain Time, 8 o'clock Central on the show today. And it will be good to catch up with him. Also, uh, coming up later, we've got the good news, bad news of the week on the way for you. We're going to talk about uh, Brandon's article on buzzadamshow.com about the, uh, the big massage parlor bust that happened. And uh, yeah, we're going to go around the room here in just a few minutes, find out what everybody is uh, working on in their departments. Let's start with news. And Lisa Sanchez has got her eye on the news for us. Lisa, what do we have coming up this morning? Big news this morning is a plot to kidnap the governor of Michigan was uncovered. And there were several arrests that happened this in the state. This is cuckoo. Yeah. This is crazy. It really is. Um, I believe it's, it's 11 men or 13 men all got arrested. Um, They're saying these guys are all connected to different, like a citizen's militia group. And, uh, yeah, they were going to go Wolverine. in and storm the Capitol. And they were going to they were gonna take uh, Gretchen Whitmer uh, prisoner because she, I guess, she were, shut down the state and they were sore about it. Yeah, and they actually were there. Remember how there were a bunch of protests happening at the Michigan Capitol? And they were taking their guns in because that wasn't they against the law were somehow? All, yeah, all of them were a part of that. And they were there when that happened. So um, really scary. A lot of the lawmakers now are saying this is why we should ban people from bringing their weapons onto Capitol property. And um, I mean, looking at this plot now, I mean, it's not a bad idea. Uh, but she's saying that they had been scoping out her vacation home to kidnap her from that. Um, they, The authorities were notified of this through social media. So then they sent in an informant who was able to infiltrate the group, um, confirmed what they were trying to do. And thankfully, they were able to stop it. But, you know, really scary situation for Gretchen Whitmore. So the Michigan governor, Gretchen Whitmer, uh, after this it all came out, had said, and, and I'm going to paraphrase here, is basically this is the kind of rhetoric, this is what happens when you get this rhetoric about, you know, liberate your state and do something, uh, people of Michigan, which uh, the president had sent out. So the president's response to that was to uh, condemn Gretchen Whitmer for not thanking him for breaking up this uh, militia ring. Rather than say thank you, she calls me a white supremacist. While Biden and the Democrats refuse to condemn Antifa, yeah, of course. Uh, so that was a weird story. Also, the numbers of uh, COVID cases are are spiking to a dangerous level. New Mexico looks like the governor of New Mexico said that they're to the point where it is just going to be a crisis unlike any other health crisis they've ever seen, and. 
Which is so disappointing because they were they were the state that did really well during the most of the pandemic. They were able, other than well, the, yeah, the, they the, didn't like, even let Texans go in. Yeah, they had that really bad on one of the uh, one of the Indian reservations. Yeah, up in the Four Corners mm-hmm. area, there was that area, but the rest of the state wasn't bad. Uh, so it's kind of shocking to see that this is uh, now happening. And it's it's not just New Mexico. The numbers have have shot through the roof uh, just in the past 72 hours. And uh, that is a story that is definitely going to be But don't worry. Greg news. Abbott says we're doing great. Let's well, open the Well, get them the bars, bars going. Get them bars going starting Monday. Mm-hmm. Brandon Sports Headlines. I hear there was some controversy in the Bucks game last night. I don't know about controversy. It was just that it's a play, I guess, that you wouldn't really expect from Tom Brady where he apparently forgot that it was fourth down. And rather than just going for the first, uh, he kind of made a boneheaded move. But we also have a lot of injury updates and even more NFL games moved because of COVID-19. Let me see. It looks like uh, as far as baseball goes, the Astros finished their sweep. Uh, not the Astros, Atlanta, the Braves. The Astros are moving on, but it wasn't a sweep. And then... Three of the four uh, teams moved on yesterday. Yeah, so who was the other team that, that moved on? Dodgers. Yeah, the Dodgers moved on. So uh, the villains, I guess, this year for most uh, people, unless you're an Astros fan, the villains are the Astros, and it looks like they're moving on. We got the NBA back in action tonight. I said uh, controversy about the Tom Brady thing. I didn't see the game. But I was reading, and I guess he had earlier in the game he had really gone off on his offensive line for like he. I think I saw the word meltdown that he had a meltdown on that his offensive line. <laughs> and Joanna Entertainment News, what do you have coming up for us on the Hollywood and entertainment front? People are begging Saturday Night Live to cast Jeff Goldblum as the fly on Mike Pence's head for this Saturday's cold open. How do I sign up for that? Because I support that idea. Uh, Tweet them, I guess. I I guess it's probably a given that the cold open is going to be the vice presidential debate. debate. You're right. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Because they've got Maya Rudolph playing Kamala. Who's Mike Pence? Beck Bennett. He's one of the uh, oh, regular okay, okay. players. He's been on the show for about 10 years. So he d- he mm-hmm. usually does Mike Pence, but maybe they will. <laughs> it seems like in the past they have responded great. to what the fans have yeah. wanted. So they might, like, they might have him come out there. Think yeah. of anything. <laughs> <laughs> and still no musical guest announced after the country music star Morgan Wallen was cut from the lineup. But Bill Burr is set to host the... Saturday's episode. All right. Bill Burr's going to host. Are they going to pay the audience again? Is that like the only way they can yeah, have an that's audience? Yeah, the way they, they can they do pay it. Them? If they're paid employees. Well, if uh, if you're into hating on Jane Fonda, people have hated on Jane mm-hmm. Fonda for a long time, going back to the Vietnam War, where she went over and like posed with the enemy on some of their anti-aircraft you know, tanks and stuff, and uh, met with American prisoners of war, so people have hated on uh, Jane Fonda not without not without good cause for a long time. But you got another reason. She she said that the coronavirus has been a gift from God to the left. So Ooh. you know people are obviously losing their minds over that. It's the Buzz Adams Morning Show podcast. I was reading uh, an article in a part of the paper. Sometimes I don't even go to every day, but it's like the business, you know, news. 
Okay. How is there a part of the paper you don't make it to? That's like four right. pages long. <laughs> Well, there's there's two sections. There's the there's the front section, and then there's the sports page. So sports has sports, comics, and uh, then for some reason, and it's like business lifestyle news. stuff too. Isn't yeah, it? all that's in they the second part. They combined like four sections into one. Yeah, yeah. That that newspaper is getting smaller and smaller, <laughs> and <laughs> I I think I'm I'm there are about thirty more there are about thirty subscribers, including me, to the newspaper, <laughs> yeah. and they just keep raising the rates on us because. <laughs> we're too dumb to just get it for free on the computer, I guess. <laughs> but this was a story about Microsoft, and uh, they had made a pledge to double the number of black and African-American managers and uh, senior leaders. And I thought, oh, okay, well, that sounds good. They, they explained that uh, in that sector... African Americans, other minorities, and and women are underrepresented, so they wanted to to boost their diversity. But it said, Microsoft says the U.S. Labor Department is scrutinizing its efforts to boost black employment and leadership at the tech company. And then I I saw here it said, President Donald Trump signed an executive order last month to combat offensive and anti-American race and sex stereotyping and scapegoating. And once I got past the the overwhelming irony of that statement, I thought, okay, well that's good. Uh, that's we're we're against uh, racial discrimination and sex uh, yeah. stereotyping and scapegoating, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But I didn't get, well, why would they be looking into Microsoft for trying to increase diversity? So I had to look a little bit further, and it has to do with that executive order. So his essentially, I'll give you the, the, the Reader's Digest version first. Sure. It's basically his executive order against racism was to protect white people from racism. It was oh. basically you can't go around promoting people because they're African-American or women. So it was basically, but just the wording again is to combat offensive and anti-American race and sex stereotyping and scapegoating. What that means is... Stop discriminating against whites. Stop, yeah, right. We've had it bad for far (laughs) too long, folks. So long. Come on. President Trump said (laughs) that he expanded a ban on racial sensitivity training. Okay. He was going to do this to all uh, federal agencies but he's also going to do it to anybody who does business with a federal agency that would include companies like microsoft uh trump said and this goes back to uh last september around the 22nd said that he had expanded the ban on efforts to indoctrinate government employees with divisive and harmful sex and race-based ideologies so when you hear language like that you're thinking oh wait a second he's in favor of being more fair to people who mm-hmm. historically have not gotten a fair shake. That's no. what you would think. Take that and f- make it the exact opposite. That's what he's really saying. Uh-huh. Americans should be taught to take pride in our great country. And if you don't, there's nothing in it for you, was what he tweeted. So uh, here's another tweet that came out September 22nd. A few weeks ago, I banned efforts to indoctrinate government employees with divisive and harmful sex and race-based ideologies. Uh, he also said that he would promote patriotic education. So instead, if you're going to have, you know, some kind of, maybe, maybe you said something that was offensive to a woman or to, uh, you know, an Asian American or uh, a, a, an immigrant worker, 
and you and you were going to have to go to sensitivity training. No more of that BS. Mm-hmm. None of that. You're not going to do that anymore. But what you might get is a healthy dose of why America is so grand, especially under Donald Trump. So, yeah, it, everything's turned on its head. Everything's upside down. And there are plenty of people that are just thrilled, uh, thrilled to bits about that. It's the Buzz Adams Morning Show podcast. Got a lot on the way. Um, let's talk about Monster Madness because that is going to start... Oh, there is. Oh, very good. I was uh, not aware that we had a call, but as always, uh, Don, hello. Hey, Buzz. Hey, I'm Don. Listening. How are you? Hey, I'm pretty good. What's up? I just, I just wanted to uh, ask you about the, the comment you made about the uh, the white militia group that was after uh, Gretchen Whitmer. Uh, yeah, I was. I think I was just pretty much just saying what that was reported in the news yesterday, right? Well, you made a comment that uh, since there were used experiences there, that's why nobody was killed, because they were white. You know, it, it kind of sounds like you're pushing the narrative like a Don Lemon on CNN. Well, I mean, no, they went in and they arrested all these people and nobody was shot. I'm just wondering if the outcome would have been different if they'd infiltrated, even though Antifa isn't a real group, but if they'd, you know, something that had more minorities connected to it. I think there's an, there's at least a chance that... Uh, these militia groups' uh, ethnicity might have protected them from being taken down more violently. Well, it just sounds like that you know you're uh, you really don't support law enforcement, and and to say that whoa whoa whoa, <laughs> whoa 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 pump the brakes there, pal. Wait, you cannot make that leap. That that <laughs> is very disingenuous got, of you to make that leap and to say that on the air. I got this. I've, I've got to step in, dude. <laughs> I got I, I got this, Don, because. In your mind, law enforcement has never uh, treated uh, somebody differently based on their skin color. Well, sure, there's been instances, but you're making it sound like you know law enforcement are only out to kill black people. And and, which, and Gretchen, well, it was it was FBI. I think FBI. Pardon? They went to kidnap a white woman. <laughs> Supposedly, the plan was so. You I, know. I you know what, Don? You're right. I don't I don't know if. This went down because the people were Caucasian. I, I have no way of knowing that, but you know, there was the uh, in in Portland. There was the Black Lives Matter activist who shot and killed one of the one of the Patriots. Or they call themselves Patriots. I don't think they're patriotic at all. But you remember they went and took him, and they just shot him. Do you remember that story? It was after the, the the white kid had shot the protesters in, in Michigan, and this happened like a week after, and somebody who was a Black Lives Matter protester shot one of the militia guys, and when the police found him, they just, I mean, they just shot him down, but I, I don't know the specifics of what went down in either one of the cases, so it's you're, you're right, it's just speculation on my part. Well, I'm sure, you know, they. some of them might, might have got killed if they, you know, retaliated or opened fire as they were getting arrested. Of course they would have, you know, some of them would have got killed no matter what color they are. Yeah, you know, and when we're talking about police violence, I'm not talking about when somebody's exchanging gunfire with the police. I think when Black Lives Matter or anybody is talking about uh, discrimination on the part of police. I think they're talking about when the person's unarmed or was complying with commands and, and things like that. Yeah. Alrighty. 
Good talk. All right. Yeah, good talk. <laughs> hey, it's like a huddle. Break. All right. Thanks, Don, for the call. Appreciate it. All right. It's the Buzz Adams Morning Show podcast. One of our favorite comics yes. and a good friend, BT. My man. in the studio. Good morning, Former BT. Oklahoman, man. Former Okie. Grew up 30, 30, what, 30, 45 minutes away from each other? So the backstory is that I met BT like in the 90s, but we knew a lot of the same people because... I went Oklahoma. to a, I went. Did well, you go to, yes. no, no. Well, brother's one of the few white guys that would hang out with the brothers because he, <laughs> he could dunk. He could get, and so brother's like, oh man, the white boy's bad, you know. So, Buzz so, could not dunk. Yes, he oh, could. Yeah. Oh, like, Buzz no was the man. Way. No, Buzz. Hey, Buzz was like Larry Bird before Larry Bird. Buzz was like he was the Oklahoma Larry Bird. <laughs> Seriously, I mean, he, he was a legend. I mean, he, Buzz had that pass. It, it, he came to the ghetto. They were like, oh hey, hey, that's a cool white boy right there. That's incredible. It, it was man. Buzz had was the man. He was our white savior. He was our Pat Riley. You didn't talk about Buzz. You know, brother left him alone wherever he went. They go, that's Buzz. Hey, that's Buzz right there. So, have you ever heard the country song, I'm Proud to Be an Okie from Muskogee? Uh, for the sake of the, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's a famous song. BT went to school in Muskogee. He went to Muskogee okay. High Muskogee, School. Okay. We were both 4A schools. And you so went I, to Okmulgee. I went to Okmulgee, which was about 30 miles Do away. all of the stories, or all of the cities end with E? Yeah. Hey, listen. Just, just, just listen, okay? Just listen, okay? Don't worry about it. Just listen. Oh, young girl. And oh, young ass girl. And that was one of our main rivals was Muskogee. Yeah, uh-huh. man. Uh, were you guys the roughers? The roughers. Yeah. We, we were. We were. We were a bulldog with, with, with a turtleneck sweater, a hard hat, and a monkey wrench. <laughs> so we would we would give you a concussion and rabies, but we but we had a turtleneck to keep our neck warm. <laughs> Let me get to our calls. We're talking about these uh, massage parlors. Yes. Brandon wrote an article yes. about it, but there's a lot of details that yes. that like side details about yes. how they found out some woman brought her husband's phone to the cops it's always a woman ruins it everything <laughs> okay. always all right i don't know about <laughs> that always Always having a good time. What happens? Some jealous ass uh, uh, wife. <laughs> oh my god! Where have you been going? Oh, I've just been going. You know my neck hurts. <laughs> Here's uh, Victor. Uh, hi, Victor. Good morning, Victor. We're trying to find on what find out what really goes on and how many of those Asian spa places or just massage places is is some hanky panky going on. <laughs> All right, well check this out. When I used to work in New Orleans. We did, uh, well, I did, the, I was working for the Katrina cleanup crew. Yeah. So, and um, so we seen uh, this uh, Asian buffet. All right, let's go check it out. So I walk in there, you know, got my plate and everything. And all of a sudden, this waitress, like 10 minutes into my meal, she goes up and she hands me this card. You know, literally, it just gives you a map. Just go around the building in the back. Um, and there's a massage parlor. A map. There's a massage parlor. Yeah. Wait, wait, wait. You, you could turn the card around and say you just, just it says couple feet away massage. I, I want to. I want to follow the oil. Stains. I want to make sure I'm I'm following you. What was the business right. you went into where they gave you this card? Was it a restaurant? Yeah, it was a restaurant. Okay, yeah. all right. So, it was any really bitty restaurant. I mean, literally, you if you if you walk by it, you'll miss it. What all kind right. of food? Well, only you would ask that. <laughs> Chinese, Chinese. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. No, a barbecue wondering. joint. Yes, yeah, it's Chinese food. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right, so did you follow the map? Checking. Of course I did. I was working construction, I mean, cleaning up, and, you know, I wanted a massage. Hey, screw it. I'm going to go. Yeah. yeah. Did you know that there was, did, did you know that it was probably, uh, you know, a little, a little sexy? Well, uh, yeah, Buzz. I mean, at the time, you know, I really did need a massage. So I said, "Hey, I'm I'm already here." So, so I go around the building. 
I walk in, I mean, there's like a line of just beautiful Asian women. Like, oh, snap. I mean, I, I need to go take a shower or something. But, hey, all right. No, no, we take care of you. We take care of you. Okay, all right. So they give you like a menu. Like, oh, snap. So, you know, $10, 20 30 40 goes up, up to 150 is a work. I'm like, well, I have cash, so let's go for the works. 150 <laughs> Damn, that's right. money, bro. Yeah, well, I mean, come on, you know, clean up, yeah, there's money, you got nowhere to waste it, so, yeah. Anyway. <laughs> did you go uh, in all dirty and nasty from cleaning up? Of course. You did? Of course, like, yes, yes, I did. And Victor, that's care. sick, Vic, that's sick. Did they did they have, like, a, a place for you to wash up or do, you know, if not but a shower? They had maps and menus, of course. <laughs> they had something like that. Was it, like, Google Maps? Yes, yes, they did. Yes, they did. You said, quick, take off your clothes, shower, and just lay on the bed. Like, all right. So I did. I took a little quick shower. I laid on this uh, massage table, and they rubbed me up with baby oil and all sorts of oil. I love baby oil. And they said, turn around. I'm like, what? Okay. And yeah, so Yum Yum came first, and then. <laughs> I love it. All right. Thanks for the call, Victor. All right. Bye. They gave me that sweet and sour sauce. <laughs> I, I looked up some of these places on online you know here and yeah like where, where, where would they be here and you have the all the uh okay <laughs> what are their names yeah can, like, can i can i put in google maps like i don't know i mean i don't want to give any names because i don't know we're taking a, a detour at these places but what time they open i don't think they're open at 9 a.m dude hey people gotta go to work i mean what better way to start your morning thank you all relaxed hey what's going on guys you know what i mean <laughs> i just want to show you like there's some of the there, there are some of them that it looks like okay. Well, it's a serious massage. That place. is a and real massage place. Yeah, it has you reflexology. Now I'm trying yeah. to find aromatherapy. The yeah, there was tell. there was one I found, and they had pictures of the of the women that worked there, and it was obviously really like a pro- yeah. They were wearing lingerie. Well, it's, 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 it, it got to get comfortable, you know. It got to get comfortable. I guess so. I remember I had one here, man. I remember I had one, and I didn't. And that was, this was before like all that stuff. I didn't know they did that. Honestly, that's how I used to be so naive. Like, really, that happened? But I remember she was giving me. It was here at massage. It was legit. I remember her fingernail rubbed up against my, you know, and mm-hmm. I was like, huh? And like she did it, and I go, huh? And I was like, I didn't know what to say. And like the, the worst thing in the, in the world would be like hit up for a sting operation. Yeah. So I was like, ah. And I was kind of like, ah. And I was like, and she, I think it was like, at, like like a standoff. Like, okay, what do I say? And she's like, what is he gonna do? And I was like, okay, thank you. And it was like, ah, and it was over. Yeah. I didn't know what to say, but her fingernail like twice. And I was like, ooh, like that underside. You know what I mean? And I was like, ooh, I don't know what to do. You know. God, that's a dilemma. I don't think, and I was single anyway, so I was like, "Oh man, what do I do?" You know, no, no, nobody would have got hurt. You know what I mean? We got Chopper, and Chopper uh, is is a regular caller. We always love to hear from Chopper. Hi, Chopper. Good morning. Hey, How Chopper. Are you doing? Good. We're talking about the massage places. So uh, you're in Texas right now, right, Chopper? Yes. Okay. So tell me your story. Okay. So. Being from Oregon, I actually wanted to ask Brandon real quick. Do you know the difference between a strip club and a juice bar? Oh. A juice bar, um, if I remember correctly, was only 18 and over, where a strip club was 21 and over. Exactly. And nice. because the juice bar can't serve alcohol, the OLCC has no jurisdiction. There. Jiggles! When I was doing, <laughs> Jiggles and Pualatin! <laughs> yes, yes, exactly. So I was doing, I was doing, uh, you can see crazier stuff in Jiggles than you can see almost anywhere else in the Portland area because they're just a juice bar. Um, the OLPC is uh, the liquor 
Commission of Oregon, and in 2003 they made certain acts on stage in uh, strip clubs illegal. So shower shows and other things and touches certain parts of their body were illegalized. And my job as a security person became not just watching the patrons for appropriate behavior, but making sure that the strippers weren't misbehaving. Uh-huh. Uh, and so, so fast forward a couple more years, and I'm working at the uh, swingers club that was called Ron Jeremy's Club Sesso at the time, and right next door to it <laughs> opened a juice bar. And so I'm standing out working the front door, and it's a private club. You can only come in uh, if you have pro- proper dress and you have to pay membership fees and everything. Well, these kids coming out of the juice bar find out it's a sex club, and they just instantly in their head goes, oh, it's a brothel. Do you have, like, a menu where you can, like, pick out? And I have to try to explain to them. I'm like, no, this is a place where adults can come and consensually have fun together in a casual setting where it's okay to be less conservative in certain ways and they just could not wrap their they, head they couldn't that. get that it's a swinger thing and you go in there and it's consensual and uh, yeah. the massage parlor had a menu yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, but with the swinger with the swinger club because you had to pay money to get in those kids they're just like well what am i getting for my money you gotta go into a room and try to talk to people and spit your game and see if you can you, know, you still if, need you a personality Chopper, I want to ask you a question, but I want to make it clear because I know where your minds are going to go. I've never been to a swinger place before. You mean neither, but I've never been to one of those before. You haven't? I am not not to a swinger place. Not to a swinger swinger place. Not to a swinger place. I forgot what I was going to ask, Chopper. I just just lost it. I had a totally good question that I was going to ask. Yeah, and then when I was trying to indemnify myself, I I lost it. I had a question. Were you saying juice bar? Juice. Yeah, because they can't serve alcohol. So So it's juice, yeah, and it's a two-drink minimum. They serve juice. That's yeah. healthy. Like uh, they had a juicer there, like like with like like orange juice and pineapple juice and stuff like that. And they then I'll crazy, get the brunette. They have crazy drinks. You can spend seven to twelve dollars on just a blend of like mango, pineapple. Wow. Like, would they let you bring in like a lots like, of pineapple? Would they let <laughs> lots of pineapple? How would you know? Because <laughs> we talk about it. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> Chopper. Would they let you bring in like a little like a little fifth of alcohol? Could you bring in your own alcohol? No, not at all. There's no uh, BYO. Buzz, this is a juice bar. People go there to get healthy, okay? Yeah, yeah, just, uh-huh. yeah. Okay, Buzz, come get your mind out of the gutter, bro. <laughs> so, uh, just real quick about the Swingers Club. It's, it's basically a nightclub, but there's private rooms and public play areas, yes. and you're allowed to do whatever you want consensually. Yes. You know what I mean? Like, you have to ask first, and no means no. Oh, never I remember what I was going to ask no you, Chopper. Says. It just came back to me. <laughs> Don't a lot of these places have a thing where you can't go in as a single guy? You have to have a girl with you? On some nights, they will have couples night where they only allow, like, maybe 10 single men the whole night, and they pay extra to get to be the single guys in that Surge night. pricing. Um, but, okay, so here, here's how it basically went. Girls would pay, a single girl would pay nothing or $5. A dude will pay, like, 100 bucks, And a couple would be, like, 50 So a dude is actually... It, Already by bringing a date, your night just got half as expensive getting in the door. And but when once you get in, you still have to buy drinks. But there's a buffet and a buffet. dance floor, and then oh yeah, there's always if you if you serve alcohol in Oregon, you have to serve food. So you nice. go in, into the club, and there's just a huge wall of food and dining area right next to the dance floor. So you literally see people like go get a plate of food and then kind of like be shimmying on the dance floor, <laughs> putting like munchies in their mouth. Oh, it sounds really, like me at the bar. <laughs> 
Okay. The yeah. This is a, this is heaven. Well, you get to eat and possibly have mm-hmm. sex mm-hmm. at the same place and dance. Yeah. Are you serious? This is it's like it's like a it's like the adult version of Dave and Buster's. Yeah. But yeah. no menu. Yeah. Yeah, and at midnight they switch the buffet to breakfast, so you get like sausage and bacon and eggs and all that kind of stuff. But yeah, I hear it's a real sausage fest. <laughs> <laughs> he was waiting on that yeah. one. All right, thanks, Chopper. He was sitting on it. Buzz, you wait on that one. That was good. All right, have a great weekend. All right. Like a championship boxer, you waited, wait, bam, bam. Sausage. Boom. Knockout. <laughs> Good night. Thanks, Choppa. It's over. It's over. Ding, 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 ding. Still the champion of all time. Thank you, BT. Buzz Adams. You still are. That was great, buddy. How great is that? You get a buffet, you get to eat, and possibly have sex, and dance, maybe? Holy... And if it's vegan food or vegetarian like I am, oh my God, how great is that? How was your night? It was unbelievable. Uh, my belly's full. I'm happy. Met a woman. Met a couple of women. How great is that night? I think, though, BT, you're more likely to run into a couple, as in a man and a woman, who are looking there to swing mm. with other people. Yeah. Oh. I, I mean, mean, I mean, not, not, as far not as the, like, not the dude. I don't know if you're going to meet the woman that you're going to take home to your mom. No, I, I, I never want <laughs> to meet know. that. Especially now. I don't care about that now. I mean, <laughs> but I, how great is that? That's like a paradise, man. Oh my goodness. Where is this again? Oregon? This is Oregon. Well, I, I, what did you, you say? Have seen the kind of people that frequent these places? Yeah, but there's always that one diamond in the rough, buddy. Don't, <laughs> don't ruin it for me. There's always that one diamond All in the right, rough. You, you, go, you go ahead and search for Aladdin, then. <laughs> I, I assumed the people that swingers were were mostly attractive people. Is that no. is that not the case? No. It's like going what? to a nude beach. No. And you yeah, think, I, I was about to give that example, too. You the only to nude, nude beach, beach I've ever been to is South Beach, and it was... Well, South, South Beach isn't a nude beach. Well, you, you can walk around nude in like with your... Not topless. nude, but it's topless. Still, no, it's still technically illegal. They oh. just don't really do well, anything were about doing, it. Now, listen, if you wanted we're to go to a, an actual nude beach, head over to Hallover Beach. I've mm-hmm. been to a nudist colony before, and I can vouch, yeah, no, it's not. Oh, not. my God. It's like, you almost want there's to throw one, in your There's a famous one in Palm Springs where they... They had a complex, and it's a nudist colony where they live, but they bought the property across the street, so they made a bridge across the street, <laughs> but they had to make it opaque so you can't see through it because it's a nudist colony. So there's just naked people going above the street, walking back and forth. All right, listen, we got to take a break. BT is here. BT's going to stick around with us I love this for the rest of the show. Yes, I mean, yeah. I walked in right. on the best conversation ever. It's the Buzz Adams Morning Show podcast. Remember my clubbing day? Remember your clubbing days when this will come on? Yeah. How was weird chicks would go out there? Oh man, he was like, Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's the one I want right there. And she's all by herself. Yeah, man. It's groovy. I love Morrissey. I love the uh, yeah, Smiths. The yeah. Smiths. I hope they never break <laughs> up. <laughs> BT. These were the, were the the great old days, man. We know how good we had it back then. How good how good was life when this came on? These kids will never understand. They never will, bro. They never will. What 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 a what a payphone was. I mean, if you show a picture of a payphone to say, say a millennial, like a, a middle school kid, they'll, what is that? They, they won't know. A, a payphone? They don't know that. That's they where really Superman don't. changes. That's where what? <laughs> yes. How great were those times? I can man? remember driving and having to call, like driving back to Oklahoma, and I wanted to call my girlfriend or something. And yes. I'd be like, well, first of all, do I have 35 cents? <laughs> <laughs> Second of all, when, when am I going to hit the next town that that has a payphone? No, man. They had them at every every convenience, convenience store. store. Had maybe a row of three yes. or four. 
Dude, pay I, phones, right? I remember because you know the girls knew me in my school, so that was out. So whenever we go to like a sporting event, like a wrestling tournament or whatever, I meet some girl from a small town. I get her phone number. I literally would get all my change, literally all my change, about about two dollars in change. I would go and I would go to the convenience store and call her and just keep putting quarters in. Hey, remember me? Remember me in a wrestling tournament? Click, 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 click. I talked about two. I mean, about I don't know about twenty minutes. I put about three, uh, three or four dollars worth of quarters in so I could talk to her on a pay phone. I rode my bike to her on. on to a convenience store outside of a 7-Eleven and would put quarters in and constantly talk to her. Knew and good and well, I wasn't going to meet her, but she was only like 20 minutes away, 20 miles away, and I couldn't meet her. I'd talk to her on the phone. You couldn't and ride had, your bike 20 miles? Back then? No, I was like a middle school oh. or before high school, so I would literally write letters and get like, hey, mom, you got a stamp? Get a stamp. Hey, you were really good looking, blah, 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 and then mail it to her and, and hope I get it back. How great were those days, man? That was innocence. That was innocence right there. At a, maybe at a state fair or something. Like, oh my God, you want some cotton candy? And find out her phone number or address and you write her a letter. Are you serious, bro? Those are the great old days, man. Just get the, get the Insta now. I see how the kids operate. Right? What's your Insta? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> how great is that? I mean, but yeah, I mean, it's like, yes and no. But it's weird. They don't even want to meet me. Like, I, I mean, either as adults now, this dude says he's got a friend that met this girl, and she sends him pictures or whatever, and they talk. And he goes, don't you want to meet her? He goes, no, nah, not really. And they both live in the same town. Live in, I, I, well, is that only because now because of coronavirus? Or no, it's just how just... it is now. I think it's just how kids are now. I mean, it's the weirdest thing in the world, bro. They don't. He didn't want to meet her. You know, they, she sends him pictures, and I'm like, really? Nico told me the other day. He just out of the blue. He's like, we need to get girlfriends. <laughs> what? It, it was Why? Not out of the blue, I think it was very obvious to both of us. I think we were we, sitting down. We were like, sitting around what watching. Sort of awkward we sitting- moment did you guys have no, that led to that? Yeah. All of a sudden, like you guys are doing a puzzle together, and you lean behind Buzz, and you kind of smell the nape of his neck a little bit. You know, like, they're shopping for furniture. They're shopping for furniture. Uh, what brought together. it on? We just we were sitting down on the couch. And we're like, so what should we watch tonight? <laughs> right, like a married couple. What do you, what do you want to watch? Nah, you know, like, ninety days. That's when Buzz said, uh, so let's just go to the strip club then. It's <laughs> like, now, Buzz ain't changed. Now I'm wondering why when there's Asian massage parlors. <laughs> oh, I found the, the web page of the one that I was talking about, so I don't want to mention it, but, you know, from the pictures, they've got pictures of the therapist, oh. and it's like obvious. Yeah. You know, these are like lingerie yeah. models. But yeah. Nico thinks that I, they're just stock images. These stock aren't photos. actually the women. Not, not the ones here. Not no. Did you hear the setup to the thing? One time I got invited. One of our clients said, "Hey, and this was like 15 years ago. I want to treat you guys. It's on me, but it's a surprise. So he just gave us an address. So I thought, all right, well, he's going to take us to lunch or something. So we show up, and it's like a, an Asian massage spa. Uh-oh. And I, right. So that's exactly <laughs> what I thought. But the guy that invited us is, you know, you don't associate him. I'm like, what the hell's going on? And he invited, like, my female co-host at the time. It was before Lisa. But so who we go. That? Who was that? I forget who was before Lisa. Teresa. Oh, no. Nah. I mean, I love Teresa, but that's not the, the person you want to no, invite. To- we all showed up. So we go inside, and I'm expecting, you know, I don't know what to expect. I've yeah. never been to a place. Uh it's like a barbershop or a salon. It's got all these things, and okay. then they put your feet, and they, they massage your feet. Nice. But the women are all like 60. Ugh. They're all Chinese. They look like Chinese grandmas. Ugh. Yeah. They look like the grandma on Ni Hao Kai Lin. <laughs> <laughs> and it's that fluorescent light. I mean, it was the least sexy setting, 
and I was sitting here thinking, you know, I'm not a, I'm not comfortable being touched by strangers. Yeah, me you know? neither. I, so yeah. I'm not into massages or anything. But or cops. But <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm sitting there thinking, all right, that whole thing about the massage places, you know, the stuff going on, yeah. that must all be BS because yeah. I mean, yeah. look at this place. Urban so, legends. Years later, though, <laughs> like I was Bigfoot. talking to some guys who who were enthusiastic. They were they they knew all the places and knew which girls worked which days and stuff. Oh my and, god! Get and I life. said, oh yeah. And so I told them that story that I'd been in, and I said, so they're not all like that. And they go, well, what's the address? So I tell them like which strip mall it's in, and they're like. Oh, oh that, dude, that definitely is one. <laughs> I was like, what, with those 65-year-old Asian grandmas? And they're like, no, 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 that's up front. <laughs> you got to go in the back. <laughs> oh, yuck. Yuck, yuck, yuck. It's the Buzz Adams Morning Show podcast. And the U.S. is averaging more than 45,000 new COVID-positive tests a day. It's more than wow. double what oh. was seen in June. Experts are now worried the country is in for a devastating winter. CDC is predicting the U.S. could see 233,000 deaths by the end of the month. The University of Washington is predicting about 2,900 Americans could die daily by January. <sighs> While experts are worried, the president wants to hold a rally this Saturday after his <laughs> position. Wait, he wait. Sh- Doesn't he still have COVID-19 if he was diagnosed Let on me Friday. finish the story. Sorry. Let I me apologize. finish. I've heard that before. All right. The president <laughs> wants to hold a rally this Saturday after his Physicians said he should be able to return to public engagements this weekend. Trump also told Fox News' Sean Hannity that he will be taking a COVID test today, and if it's negative, he wants to then have a rally in Florida tomorrow. You know the White House doctor that that Conley, yeah, mm-hmm. not a doctor. It turns out, not well, an M, not an MD. What is he? A DO, which is Nico. You know what a DO is? Doctor a of doctor of osteopathy. Yeah. And I think osteopathy, maybe in the past 40 years, has gained a little more credibility, but for a long time it was seen as maybe a step above chiropractic. Mm, uh, no, I mean, right now a DO is the equivalent of an MD. Can they prescribe? Yes, a, a DO is... Is that a, above it, or below an NP? They're doctors. It's the exact same as an MD. I think MDs would disagree with you. They, they, would, an not, OD. they would not. Anybody who's a DO can call well, right now. Anyway, uh, the president's White House physician is definitely not an MD. Uh, Doctor well, of uh, he's, fully he's, licensed physician who practiced in all areas of medicine. A, a DO is exactly the same as a medical school, except the the curriculum just focuses a little bit different. Well, it's a lot no, more about DO mani- saying holy diver. Come on, yeah. <laughs> yeah. look at you. I like that. I don't even get that like reference. A, like a rainbow in the dark. <laughs> oh, you don't? At least I don't PT even get it. Thank like, God. You don't? I do. Bro, let me tell you something, man. D- Nico, back, go to bed. Just go to bed, yeah. bro. You don't know rock Nico and roll. Nico doesn't like, know anything to. about rock and roll. He doesn't? What and is BT, wrong with you? BT is insane rock fan. I know. Dude, when Eddie Van Halen died, I, I, I almost cried. I literally, I, I was this close to crying. I mean it from the really? bottom of my heart. And I did my Eddie Van Halen uh, like uh, mem- uh, memorial ride on my bicycle. I did about 40 miles on my bike, listening to nothing but Van Halen the whole time. I mean, I, that hurt big. Because, you know, Van Halen growing up was my, that, that was my, I mean, I remember them being in Tulsa, Oklahoma on KMOD. And I, and, I, and this was when I was like innocent, innocent, innocent. I used to work at KMOD. I went, went to church every Sunday and I was like, I hardly ever cussed. But I knew they were doing cocaine on the radio. <laughs> <laughs> I did. So I, I, I heard Jake Lee Roth and I, and I remember him and I going, and they asked the, the DJ, hey, yeah. And he goes, he goes, yeah, man, yeah, I'm here. And I was like, they're doing cocaine. I remember that. And that was, that, that was when And the Cradle of Rock came out. And they had that song, Fools. Fools had the greatest internet. Da-da-da-da. 
da, 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 da. And I was like, these guys rock. I just remember going, they're doing the cocaine. I remember that, man. Okay, but legitimately, when was the last time a good Van Halen album came out? A good Van Halen album? A good Van Halen album. Yeah. It didn't really matter, but because they're not because they're immortalized, dude. What they did with the first one, the first four or five, hey, man, they're good then. Solid they're golden. Gold. Dude, dude they're, they're, yeah. I think they did do good albums with with Sammy Hagar. Oh, my God. 5150? Are you? Yeah. Oh, my God. I want well, the there best are some people that. Up Are you? And, and, yeah. and black and blue? Oh, my. Down, 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 down. down. Down, 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 down. Pound cake. I just love oh, my baby's the, pound cake. That's the one that I think was their last great album. Oh, dude, one with pound it's cake so rock. Pound cake, best of both worlds. And if you want to go all sappy, you know, when love walks in, <laughs> yeah. are you serious? When love walks in. Kind oh. of alien. Yes. Are you serious? All right, we got to take a break. We're- <laughs> oh, man, that's rock, dude. That's rock. I forgot how much you liked rock. Dude, you don't have no idea, bro. If I was light-skinned it, I would give me a tattoo. A <laughs> <laughs> Van Halen. skinned it. Yeah, I would. It's the Buzz Adams Morning Show Podcast. All right, and finally, we've done we've all done things we'd rather forget, especially in our younger age. Just ask Roger Montoya. He is a northern New Mexico Democrat running for the state House of Representatives, and he's been called out because back in the 80s, he starred in a couple of pornos. Mm-hmm. I saw this story. I looked into it. Apparently, he's a really respected educator. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, he says that he did these when he was young. He regrets doing it. It's nothing he's proud of, but that... Uh, yeah. Turn your microphone on. Put himself to school. Jeez. <laughs> hey, nothing wrong with that, man. Yeah. I mean. um, he's saying he's not proud of it, uh, of what he had to do to, uh, mm. you know support himself during that time uh, but he said it was the age-old story of he was young and he needed money mm-hmm. so he was a struggling college student and he Heard said it a thousand times he said that the experience <laughs> helped him to better understand exploitation and the need to provide opportunities for young people um, of course, not everyone is okay with this, though. Uh, the local Republican Party, his opponents, uh, the state GOP is calling on him oh, to yeah, withdraw re- from the race. I was reading the Republican Party was like, you know, someone with a porn career in their background is like, wait a second. Really? <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah, I don't know if you're going to go second. there. But yeah, I, I can Google up naked pictures of the president's Stormy wife. Stormy yeah. Daniels. And yeah. No, the president's the wife. The president's wife, that stuff she did, it was in Maxim, but it was basically softcore porn. But aren't there yeah. but aren't there like naked pictures of her, though? I mean, naked. Yeah, she's basically, she's topless, but her like her, she's covering her nipples, I think. Oh, you, you can say it on the air? You can say nipples on the air? Yeah, it's it a body part. It's a part of your body. Not anatomy. a lot, but you get three. Oh, man, that was nice. You get three, you <laughs> you get three, three nipples. Three nipples a day. <laughs> Say it again, please. <laughs> we already hit three. Yeah, we're, we're past done. it. We're past it. <laughs> it's like a um, PG-13 no, I, where you're allowed to drop like one F-bomb. <laughs> so the state GOP is calling life. for Montoya to withdraw from the race, saying that most people struggle while going to college. They decide not to choose to star in porn movies to make ends meet. Uh, but uh, Montoya says he has no plans of backing down, remains focused on the political race, resolving issues of educational and economic inequality in his New Mexico community. So, it, Was this the discussion one? 
Is this the one you threw out for discussion? No, the one for discussion was Should. did you get reimbursed for working from home? <laughs> but yeah, you I weren't figured... listening. I don't know no, where, I, you, where did you go? No, I was. <laughs> you were right here, bro. Well, I, I want to contribute to the discussion. <laughs> he was too busy turning his mic off. Oh, well, what is your what is your contribution yeah, to the discussion the contrib- as it pertains to uh, Roger Montoya? Um, I just say in the future, uh, every politician probably will have had an OnlyFans at one point or, uh, you know, a monetized Snapchat. <laughs> so uh, like, but no, we're going to set these standards now. Let's let's be careful. It, about it, our future. it was I was amused to see the the Republicans in New Mexico moralizing about yeah. this guy. And his, yeah. Right. And this guy, you know, he's a he's a community leader. He is a longtime community organizer, actually was recognized as one of CNN's heroes for 2019. He was one of the 10 CNN heroes. Um, for his um, uh, Moving Arts Española. It's a youth center. They offer classes nice. in arts, music, dance, gymnastics. Also mm-hmm. works with anti-violence initiatives Good in New Mexico. Wow. Um, he was also in 2000, named one of the New Mexicans 10 who made a difference for his volunteer work with several different nonprofits. Good for him. Yeah. Do you so, have any titles that he was started in? Do you have the like names of the, the videos? I, I don't. I just have his name. He is... says he was in one called the Harlem Wad Gobblers. Jeez. <laughs> oh, no, I just made that up. No, he uh, starred in some films under the name of Joe Savage. Joe Savage? Joe Savage. And Eric Martinez. I, I won't look it up because that's not my cup of tea. But you know what, man? No offense to him, but he's a dude. Can he work at a warehouse for extra money? Can he work <laughs> at a Walmart? I mean, seriously, a Walmart or something? I mean, when, when a woman goes to a strip club, like, I'm working for myself through college. Okay, but a dude, what? you can work at a warehouse or dig ditch or whatever the guys do. Wait, you know, are you saying that? digging ditches. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you know what, though? I don't think. Plowing up the old dirt road. <laughs> you know what? In about 20 years, in about 20 years, we're going to have these these. Elect- Elections and about almost every girl has an OnlyFans these days. So I mean, yeah, no, you guys, both you guys are, are right. Yes, they are times because somebody's are gonna have a a, 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 a snapshot of a, somebody's um uh the Snapchat picture or whatever. Mm-hmm. Somebody had porn in their somebody's past. gonna be a victim of revenge porn. Exactly. Yeah, I mean, so, that's just what happens, bro. I so mean, the times are changing. This guy I would say though, if you're gonna set yourself up as being like a moralizer, and you're gonna say <laughs> if the person did this, and I find it immoral. You can't totally ignore it from the other side. So, especially you, you know, now, especially now, you can't like, be totally cool with you know Trump banging a porn star at, when his wife was home with a three-month-old. You can't be yeah. cool with that, and then also be outraged at this guy. I oh, think for me, exactly. more importantly, is just all of the great things that he's done for yes. his community. Like the fact that he has done so much to try and bring that community up and to support the youth in that area I, I, that i think speaks way more yes. volumes can you can you br- nico look up was it true that he was in a movie called shaving ryan's privates stop <laughs> <laughs> roger Montoya sounds great yeah he does if he I really does there, i'd vote for him he helped sounds the kids great. out and at risk kids you know mm-hmm. uh, former gang members or whatever so good for that dude man and the hell with everybody else run and let let the people decide let the, people the decide. exactly right. if he you know what it, it's better if he wins if you change the kids' lives, man, that's all, that's all I care about. If you change mm-hmm. the kids' life for the better, and you try, and you do that in, in, in private, good for him, man. Mm-hmm. Each of I mean, his careers included going to the polls. Oh, <laughs> hey now. Oh, that's pretty good. Yeah. Black polls, white holes. <laughs> <laughs> both, of, both of his careers might, might have involved hanging chads. No. 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 <laughs> 
Uh, new music. I just want to turn you on to some. <laughs> hung. Hung would have been better. <laughs> dangling. Hung. Dangling Chad. Hung Chad. Yeah, dangling Chad. First of all, this is not 2000 in the. the oh, no, it's 2000. You're just not aware of you it. You are 2000 and late, no, but. This is 1999 we're in right now. You're 2000 and late, yeah. I'm 2008. You're 2000 and late. You made a 20 year old joke and just were like, yeah, they'll get it. Everybody will be with it. I got it. Buzz got it. But you didn't. You know why? Because you don't know what a payphone is. Get out of here, Nico. Like I said, go to bed. All right. Yeah. Go to your room. Past your bedtime. Yeah, go to your room, bro. Drinking Gen Z. All right. What's he drinking? What is he drinking? No, no. He's calling me Gen Z. It sounded like ginseng. Ginseng? Yeah. No, Gen Z. What is that? Was Gen Z lower than younger than millennials? Gen X, Gen Y. Oh, Gen Z is younger than millennials. Yeah. Oh, you mean the doomed generation? They're doomed. If you're younger than millennials, the Gen Z, they're doomed. Like it's gonna be terrible, right? Doomed. You're all doomed. Remember that dude on Friday Thirteenth? You're all doomed. Doomed. Remember that when he knew Jason was gonna come through and just wreak (laughs) havoc in the date, and he was so annoying. Jason killed him in the daytime. Remember on Friday Thirteenth, that one guy was like, "You're all doomed." Doomed. And Jason was like, "And Jason, being the retarded serial killer he was, killed that dude in the daytime." That's that's how annoying that guy. Remember Jason caught him on that tree with with a bicycle chain and strangled him. Remember that? Remember because that dude knew those those key. We're going to that, 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 that lake, and he goes, You're all doomed. doomed. <laughs> and Jason was like, I'm sick of this dude, man. And Jason, Jason in the daytime, next to a busy highway, got a bicycle chain and strangled him against a tree. <laughs> he said, yeah. He said, Getting caught, be damned. I don't care. This guy's annoying the hell out of me. <laughs> he choked him with a bicycle was chain. Was Jason the one with the, ho- with the hockey, hockey mask? Hockey mask, right. yeah. Okay. But before that, it was a potato sack. He's kind of retarded. So he had a potato sack. We don't, uh, and he had we, the, don't we don't use that. Okay, word. he was kind of slow. And he had that. And he had that. <laughs> And he had that one eye. It's the Buzz Adams Morning Show Podcast. <laughs> what? I'm just uh, playing Joanna's intro music. So okay. it's time for Hollywood news and entertainment news. Here is uh, Joanna Barber with today's entertainment news. Good morning, Joanna. Good morning. The, the first and only vice presidential debate has come and gone, but people are still obsessing over that fly that landed on Vice President Mike Pence's head. Now all eyes are on Saturday Night Live over whether or not that will be included when they inevitably parody the debate in the cold open. While the show has yet to make any announcements on the matter, fans are already flooding Twitter with their dream casting choice, Jeff Goldblum. Many tweets are saying that if Saturday Night Live doesn't get Jeff Goldblum to play the fly in this week's episode, they're missing a massive opportunity. They might. I mean, in the past, fans have requested things, and Saturday Night Live yeah. ended up ended up doing it. Yeah. So if if they could get Jeff Goldblum to agree to do it, maybe he maybe he'll show up as the what is it Brundlefly, right? Or is it Grundlefly? Brundlefly. Brundlefly. Well, Bill Burr is set to host the upcoming episode, and Jack White will be the musical guest after country music star Morgan Wallen was cut from the lineup. It looks like Spider-Man 3 is set to have a much grander scope than we expected. If you remember, everyone was shocked at the news that Jamie Foxx is returning as Electro in the movie, which tipped us off to the fact that the threequel will have a multiversal element. Since then, the actor posted and then promptly deleted a piece of artwork on Instagram that depicted Tom Tom Holland, Tobey Maguire, and Andrew Garfield, hinting that it's going to unite all three cinematic Spider-Men. Who posted that? Jamie Jamie Foxx. So Jamie Foxx is definitely coming back as Electro? Definitely coming back. He... 
he was fine in Amazing Spider-Man 2, but the rest of the movie just... I don't want the stank of that movie on, on, on <laughs> yeah. my Tom Holland Spider-Man movie. Well, now a new report is pointing that this is the exact case. Fandom Wire is claiming that Marvel has secretly been in talks with both Garfield and Maguire to get them back for Spider-Man 3 opposite Holland. The outlet may also have given us our first plot description of the movie. According to their sources, the studio has script written, which involves all three wall crawlers teaming up to take on various villains from their past which includes Fox's Electro. Come on, how about some Craven the Hunter? That's my favorite uh, Spider-Man villain. But remember, I don't know who, that is. who mm-hmm. is also going to be in Spider-Man 3. Uh, J.K. Simmons? Benedict Cumberbatch. Oh, yes. Doctor oh. Strange. And what's, the name of, and what's the name of the next Doctor Strange movie? Doctor Strange of in the multiverse of madness. So they're probably right. doing this whole multiverse thing. At the at the end of the last Spider-Man, oh spoiler alert for Spider-Man <laughs> Far From Home. I was delighted to see that JK Simmons was going to be back as J Jonah Jameson. Are you into this comic no, book stuff? No, no, no. Okay. Not at all. Not at all. <laughs> well, moving on, finally, of all the entertainment news stories to break this fall, the announcement of the Borat sequel was easily one of the most shocking as fans went from not even knowing it existed to being presented with a fully produced and ready to be released film. Not only did the Borat subsequent movie film come out of nowhere, it was filmed in secret in the midst of a pandemic. Now Cohen says that he was fortunate to make it out of a scene in one piece when he says he was filming at a right wing rally at a right-wing guns rights rally in Washington state. He says when organizers stormed the stage, he was rushed to a nearby getaway vehicle and an angry crowd blocked their way and started pounding the vehicle with their fists. He says that under his overalls, he was wearing a bulletproof vest, but it says it felt inadequate with some people outside toting semi-automatic weapons. He says that wow. someone ripped open the door to drag him out, and he used his entire body weight to pull the door back shut until the vehicle maneuvered free. He was fortunate to make it out in one piece, he says. We saw the trailer for the new Borat movie. <laughs> it looks good. Looks hilarious. Looks worth it, Borat. Let me hear your favorite. <laughs> Let me hear your, Yeah, he's willing to put his life on the line. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Remember in Bruno when he went and he was interviewing the guy who was like a leader of a terrorist organization in yeah. Palestine or something, but he was like, the, he was his, his Bruno character. Yes. <laughs> the Borat subsequent movie film Delivery of Prodigious Brook prodigious bride to American regime for make benefit once glorious nation of Kazakhstan will hit Amazon Prime on October 23rd. Nice. That's nice. (laughs) (laughs) It's the Buzz Adams Morning Show podcast. Yeah. What is this right here? This is uh, Snake Farm by Who is I forget who does it, but it's... I think I remember this song. I, uh, I think I heard it. Snake Farm. Ah, oh, who's Snake it by? Snake Farm. I got to hear him sing it. Like, and I'll know. Somebody like a Ray Wiley Hubbard. Yes, or uh, Wiley Hubbard. Hubbard. Yeah, or... Yeah. Yeah. Definitely a, like a Texas, Austin like country a artist. Like a kind of guy? I'm into that stuff, man. But... Like, I like the country that comes out of Austin. Yeah, yeah, But hold on. Robert who's Earl Keane is my favorite. Who's this right here, though? I... I think that could be. Snake Farm. I heard this. I heard Snake Farm. It's Ray Wiley Hubbard. That's it. Yeah. Snake yeah. Farm. Yeah, yeah, I like this. Hey, you know what Snake remix you got to hear? You got to hear One Tree Hill remix by U2, and it's called the Saint Saint Francis remix. 
Man, I heard that. I One Tree it. Hill, like the TV show? No, the song One Tree Hill by U2. It's the remix. I never thought you could remix One Tree Hill. It's kind of a sad song. It's a good song, but a sad song. But it's a remix. And, man, it's like, it's so, oh, my God. It, it hit me like a ton of bricks. I downloaded it. If I'm on a bicycle, get my get my bike, bike, bike cycling in. I put that in when I first start and it just puts me in a mood, dude. And I'm like Black Twitter friends for the next three hours. Seriously. I got my Lycra on. It's, oh, I love One Tree Hill by U2 is one of the most euphoric songs you can ever hear. I love that song. U2 is an underrated group. I love U2. I, I don't. You never got I don't know U2? that. It, well, I don't. Yeah, no. It, like Rattle and Hum was my Rattle favorite. Rattle was one of the greatest albums ever. Ever. Joshua Tree. There was not a bad song on yeah, Rattle, Rattle, Rattle and Hum. Rattle and Hum I, uh, was one of my first CDs oh, that I owned. And yes. I played that CD. You weren't supposed to be able to wear out CDs. I swear to God, I think I wore that out. Yeah, how great. Uh, uh, what, uh, Angel of Harlem. And, 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 and the nobody mentions. King on it. No one mentions Love Rescue Me, the song he did with mm-hmm. Bob Dylan. That song is classic. Love Rescue Me. Come forth and. Speak to me, raise me up, and don't let me fall. But I don't know if I would call you two an underrated band. I mean, they've kind of gotten yeah. every accolade possible. I, I think, as great as they are, I still don't think they should. I think they should be even bigger than what they are. If that makes <laughs> sense, you know. I, I love you. I love you too. I Their rep kind of took a hit when they automatically downloaded songs on the people's Yeah, iPhones. I know everybody yes. got mad about that, yeah. but I, I was like, oh, free free songs. Yeah, but they, <laughs> they kind of forced their way in. You know, they kind of me too their way into your into your playlist. Hey, backstage, yeah, John. <laughs> Good morning, brother. Hey, John. What's up? Uh, just a random call. No, not no real subject matter. A couple of things though. Uh, first, I want to welcome BT back, man. Thank uh, you, brother. Thank you. Hey. It's such a pleasure to hear that uh, signature breathy delivery. This week, <laughs> and, you know, and, and you know, it just takes me back to better times, man. When you used to come, you know, back in the day. Oh, thank you, man. Well, I appreciate well, that. Seriously, back, thank you, thank well, you, buddy. We, we, if we if we have any input at all, we'd like to see BT coming back more often. Thank amen, you. amen. Hey, the other thing, Buzz, uh, check your text, check your phone. <laughs> I just sent you a I just sent you a picture that I want you to share with BT. All right. Remember, uh, I became a stagehand way back in 1976, so uh, I have a good collection of backstage passes. Uh, let me see. John is called Backstage John because he worked for decades, I guess. Yeah. You know, setting up concerts and yeah. stuff. And, let me see. 38 years. Wow. <laughs> Oh look! Oh my God, dude! Yes, They're all the backstage pa- ba- uh, like like passes that you would put on that was for the, all access to Van Halen. That was the classic Van Halen. The first one on the left. Oh my God, that's the one. Uh, what tour was that? Oh, like, I, Diver I, Down. I, I think it was the uh, the um, and the Cradle of Rock. Um, I think that was the the tour. I think there's a fair warning one. I remember that, and uh, this one I don't remember that. I really don't remember one with the with the lion face. But I remember that was uh, this one was I think either Dance Tonight Away. Or and the cradle will rock that one right there, but I don't know. That's one definitely was fair warning. The beginning of Mean Streets, um, you know that uh, on fair warning. Oh my God, the way Eddie goes to that guitar, man, it's orgasmic, dude. It really is. What Eddie did <laughs> on the beginning of a Pretty Woman, also when it, you know, that, that that kind of just said that you know that that guitar went and went down. Hey, John, backstage, John. I don't know if you you've put these in any kind of protective case, but like a mylar bag or something, so they you know protect them from the elements. But that's really, oh. that's a really good collection you got. That's there. a great collection, especially uh, now with Van. Oh, I mean, oh man, I, I have countless 
backstage passes, you know. I, I was fortunate to meet uh, a friend of mine brought uh, Concert Simon over to my house one day, and, <laughs> and he, he really enjoyed looking at him. Yeah. But anyway, All right, zoom in on the date. Zoom in on the dates on those things, man. They're from like 1980 and 80, 81. 81. Yeah, so 80, I think yeah. 80 uh, and the Credible Rock came out. You know, and yeah. the cradle will rock, and I right, say right. rock on. All right. Dun, dun. Thanks Remember for that? the call, John. Right. Thanks, buddy. All right, brother. Appreciate you. Keep rocking, bro. I've got a list of movies that they say are definitely going to come out in theaters this year because every, the story had been everything was getting uh, pushed back. So these are some some that are, are still unscheduled to come out this year. So I need a little bit of uh, movie-going music. You know, I do a movie re- minute review on my Instagram. Ah! <laughs> yeah! <laughs> That's my song! Yeah. Yes! The murder. <laughs> BT took a, a detour from comedy to uh, make the song, which is a big hit. Popcorn. So, popcorn. And it's actually, I think you can get, uh, get it on Amazon. It's like 99 cents for Amazon. You can get popcorn, my popcorn single. So, uh, Disney announced that the new Pixar movie, Soul... Mm-hmm. S-O-U-L will skip a theatrical release and go straight to right. Disney Plus on Christmas Day. But That's the one Trent Reznor's doing the soundtrack for. Mm-hmm. Nice. They're not going to charge you 30 bucks like they did with Mulan, uh, so it's going to be free to subscribers on okay. Disney Plus. But here are some of the movies that are still scheduled to hit theaters this, this year. This one's out now, uh, The War with Grandpa. This weekend, The War yeah. with Grandpa is a family comedy starring Robert De Niro and, and Uma Thurman. Mm-hmm. It's getting very bad reviews. I can see why. It doesn't even sound funny. Next weekend, a movie called Honest Thief, oh, an yeah. action thriller with Liam, Liam Neeson. Neeson. Heck yeah, I'm going out with sight unseen. <laughs> Hell yeah, Liam Neeson, are you serious? Bro, I'm there. Taken dude in an action thriller. Action thriller. I'm there. November 13th, they're doing, it's kind of like a reboot of Freaky Friday. (laughs) This movie's called Freaky, and it's a horror comedy starring Vince Vaughn as a serial killer, or a killer, who swaps bodies with a high school girl. Yeah, I'm skipping that. That don't sound good at all. Mm -hmm. November 25th, Happiest Season, a holiday comedy starring Allison Brie, Mackenzie Davis, Kristen Stewart. Yeah, skipping that one, All Women. I'm just joking. <laughs> How about this one? December 11th, yes. Free Guy, yes. an action comedy starring Ryan Reynolds. I love Ryan Reynolds. He, I think this thing was already supposed to have come out like over yeah. the summer. Dude, yeah, Ryan Reynolds, that's my dude, bro. That's my dude, bro. Coming to America December 18th. December Hell 18th. yeah. Oh, that's Hell so good. yeah. Every black person in America is going to see that one if mm-hmm. we're still alive after the election. Every black person in the world <laughs> about a, About a year ago, Arsenio came into town to be at the comic strip, yeah. and he told us about it like months or at least a solid two months yeah. before it was ever confirmed. But uh, he says that he he's back in it. Uh, James Earl Jones is back in it. Uh, he, he says it's going to be funny. I, we asked him about the Soul Glow guy, and he didn't say if uh, Eric know. LaSalle is going to be back oh, in it or not. Oh, my God. That, oh, I can't wait. Because, you know, the great thing about Eddie, he was never involved in drugs, so he's always been clear. His mm-hmm. mind's always been clear. And he made a little, you know, a little bit of comeback. He's supposed to have a comedy special. So that, I just want to see how Eddie is going to be on screen. I hope it's a good script. I hope it's good. But, man, that's going to – I think the first weekend is going to do astronomical numbers. December 8th, uh, okay, that's December 18th for Coming to America, too. And on Christmas Day, Wonder Woman 1984, another nope. movie that was already supposed nope. to be out. You're not interested? No, hell no. One, no. no Wonder Woman, it doesn't even sound good. Wonder Woman 1984, that doesn't sound like a good title. Even if it's a good movie, the title makes me go, eh. 1984, come on, man. 
As far as TV goes, uh, Joanna, you might want to listen up because today on Netflix you can start watching, you can stream The Haunting of Bly Manor, which is kind of from the producers of The Haunting of Hill House. And Haunting of Hill House was such a good scary. Really? You get Netflix? (laughs) Yeah. Check out uh, Haunting of Hill House. Okay. Okay. And look for all the hidden ghosts. Like every episode has a bunch of hidden ghosts in the episode. It's it's creepy as hell. Okay. I think you'll enjoy it. I do I do a minute review on my uh on my Instagram. I I, I call it the movie minute review because I always figure a minute of me is more than anybody can stand. So it's my <laughs> it's a movie minute review mm-hmm. and I review every movie I watch for about a minute and it's just good good fun. And, and it's funny, the one review I did, I posted on my uh, Instagram and my YouTube, the one movie I did review, and I just trying to make it funny, whatever, but I said the movie Infidel. It's kind of like an inspirational kind of a Christian movie. And I was I told him how much it sucked, and man, people were pissy. I mean, that's the only review where people got pissy. And it was always yeah. like, you don't understand about the Christian, the Christian being persecuted in uh, Iran or Iraq. And I, wanted, and I wanted to say, it still sucked as a movie. I don't care if it's real life. It's still, like, <laughs> suck is suck. I don't care yeah. what your religious affiliation is. A suck is a suck. It's like it's like, the, it's like the story of uh, the Tuskegee Airmen. Okay, that's a great story in real life. Wait, which but the, actual, one? the the Tuskegee Airmen. Remember that movie that uh that uh that the guy from Star Wars. What's his name? George Lucas. No, it was uh, Steven Spielberg. No, George, no, Lucas. George Lucas. George Lucas had a black girlfriend, so he made the ultimate sacrifice in a movie about the Tuskegee Airmen, wasn't it? And that movie, that movie sucked. It had that Method Man in it. It had every black star, in, and it sucked ass. Okay, the story in real life was good, but the movie sucked. And that's like Infidel. Yeah, there's Christian persecution. Yeah, but the movie sucked, okay? It just sucked. They had, uh, they got to play Jesus in it. Uh, James, uh, I mean, uh, what, whoever played Jesus in the last Jesus movie? Jim Caviezel. Yeah, Jim that's Caviezel. him, yeah. Well, he was, in a, uh, he, was in, yeah, he was in the movie and it just sucked. And I said it did. And man, on YouTube, people are just, they are going off on me. And I just laugh. I'm like, whatever, dude. <laughs> also on TV, uh, streaming on Disney Plus, series premiere of The Right Stuff, uh, which, do you remember a movie that came out in the 80s about yeah. The Right Stuff, about the astronauts yeah. and John what, Clan? Wasn't Tom Hanks and- in that? No, 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 you're thinking of Apollo 13. This was this Eddie, was what's his name? Uh, Ed, 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 Ed Harris. Ed Harris. Yeah, I love Ed it. Harris. Everybody loves Ed Harris. Um, yeah. But this is a. Uh, it looks like it's a TV series adaptation on Disney Plus today, and of course, there's basketball game five, of the NBA Finals with the Lakers up three to one over yeah. the Miami Heat. That mm-hmm. is tonight. It's the Buzz Adams Morning Show podcast. We've got an update on your uh, favorite guy. This He's is the dude great. who skateboards while drinking cranberry juice. Yeah, but what brand is that? Is it's it a Ocean spray. 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 And Ocean Spray thanks him. Ocean Spray got him a truck, I think. Yeah. Good, man, that's awesome. That's awesome. Good for him, bro. So there, there are two uh, entities that are very happy about this guy, Nathan Apodaca. Yeah. Who skateboards to work because he didn't his truck broke down or whatever. He's drinking a bottle of Ocean Spray Cran Raspberry Juice. So you've got uh, Ocean Spray that was so happy that they gave him a cranberry-colored truck, a brand-new oh, truck. Oh, man, that's cool, man. Mm-hmm. Really cool. Fleetwood Mac is the other entity that's very happy because thanks to that viral video, Dreams... Yeah. Hit number one on iTunes. Wow. Yeah. That dude, that dude killed it then. He helped two people out. But not to mention the fact, did you see Mick Fleetwood? He did his own version of the video. Yeah, I saw that. It's up on your website, buzz, buzzadamshow.com. All right, go over and check that out at buzzadamshow.com. And he said, he's right. This is this is a vibe. It's a total vibe. But where, now, where's he playing the music at, though? It comes with the app. 
I mean, so when oh, he uh, starts recording, the music starts. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's great just to see all of the versions. Like, I multiple people have done it. I mean, there's some great versions where you see a pumpkin, a guy with a pumpkin head. Mm-hmm. With oh, a, that one's great. With a pumpkin spice uh-huh. latte. Skateboarding. So, but did it. he originate it? The idea of singing Fleetwood Mac on a skateboard, yeah. did that yeah. start with him? That's him. Okay. He, he, oh, how great and he is that? On and a it, skateboard on his way to work because his car was broken down, and that's why Ocean Spray got him a truck. He's yeah. a good skateboarder. I'm trying to think, <laughs> like, the sidewalks in this town, You there's no way you could no. s- skateboard that easily. Like, <laughs> plus, it's so cool that he's just in a great vibe. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, that, that shows attitude is everything. Because he could have been like, oh, heck. But, you know, he found a way. And it, like he's just vibing, man. Like, you know, no big it. deal. Car broke down. Yeah, got my skateboard. Hey, man, I still got a job. Let me go to work. And just and just, he owned it, man. That, that's beautiful. It was just peaceful. You can't help but smile at that video. Good for that dude, man. Good for that dude. I, it doesn't say if sales of ocean spray have gone up, but. You know, I'm sure with that kind of publicity, they were happy enough they bought him a new. Uh, I will say this: a new truck. I don't know what it is about ocean, about cranberry juice. I just remember, like when I was growing up, You're I could drink, to... I, I could drink my mom's Seven Up. I could I could eat like food she had in her Tupperware, but if I touched her cranberry juice, I had hell to pay. And when I was a kid, so I don't know what it was about cranberry juice. But mom said, "Don't you touch my cranberry." I was like, "All right, mom." Man, we would get a whooping if we touched her cranberry juice. <laughs> she guarded that. I was man. always told. I could, you're supposed to drink cranberry juice is really good for your urinary, urinary tract. Well, she didn't tell us that as a kid. She just told us that we understood, but she didn't tell us. She said, don't touch my cranberry juice. All right, mama. We drank her old, you know, her diet seven up. No big deal. But we touched her cranberry juice. That was hell to pay. So I knew there was something magical about that stuff. But all she had to say was, hey, kids, I got a UTI. You know, <laughs> <laughs> and you're like, you right. Here you go. I'll go buy you some yeah. more. Yeah, but she didn't say that. But I wouldn't know what a UTI was as a kid anyway. But now mm-hmm. I wouldn't even know. You know, I still don't know where women pee out of. I really don't. But anyway, if you would have just told me that, you know, it would have helped your, mm-hmm. your insides out, I, would, I wouldn't have drank it. But, you know. So Fleetwood Mac's song Dreams hit number mm-hmm. one on iTunes, and uh, their greatest hits hit the top 10 on the album charts. It's true. Let's see what else is going on. Ocean Spray (laughs) bought him that truck. People have donated thousands of dollars to him. And uh, Nathan Apodaca even has a clothing line that's blowing up. Good for him, man. Good for him. He's owning it. He's got, seriously, I think it's great. Yeah. I love that. Nothing but positivity about this this story. Mm, Most popular Halloween candy by generation. Oh, well, this is going to be good. Other than chocolate, when you would go, would you go trick or treating? Right, like right now? No, no, no. When you were a kid. <laughs> oh, <laughs> not, not right now. Hey, you, not, let's go. Yeah, Buzz is looking for somebody to go with. I'm going as a black man. <laughs> Did you trick or treat though when you were a kid? Oh heck yeah, man! Had the mask and everything, and r- ring on people's doorbells, and and uh, it was great because some houses was really cool. I remember, I just remember what stood out was this one house uh, we went to, and uh, they opened the door, and the kid was dressed as Dracula. All I mean, he was he looked good, and the mom was like dressed. It's like, whatever, like a Bride of Frankenstein. We were like, oh, that was really cool. And there was one house, man, we went to right before we got up there. This guy literally ran around. The, he ran from around the house. He had he was barefooted, shirt off, jeans. He goes, ha, 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 ha. And, my, and, we, got the, and we got the candy from uh, And my mom remembered this candy. He goes, we ain't eating that candy. And she threw it out. She goes, uh-uh. And my mom, we threw that candy out because she goes, that dude's crazy. And we and threw it out. I remember that, man. It you remember great. hearing the story about, oh, don't don't eat an apple because somebody put a razor blade yeah. inside it? Yeah. 
Was that true? It's never happened. Really? <laughs> well, yeah, I heard about that. But I mean, but then again, why don't you just cut the apple open and eat apple slices? And if you think a razor blade's in it, just cut the apple open. Why don't people just do that? Use your common sense, people. Don't just bite into it. That's how you lose your teeth. I, I heard I heard that every or that people were sticking yeah. pins and my mom would say, We heard it from the Okmahogie Police Department. The said Oak definitely police you know and then police departments <laughs> do you remember when <laughs> that's, that's a crack that's, that's a, like a lot of police departments outfit. had a thing where they would X ray your candy for free. Really? Mm-hmm. I never heard that. Oh, so, yeah. so, so you get radiation, but, but I know, you right? get radiation. Well, your kid would be glowing in like four it, or five years. One where he has testicular cancer. But hey, it's good. You it's, got no pins it's in one it. of those things that turns out to only be an urban legend. Like there are some urban mm-hmm. legends that have a grain of truth, but this one is like no, nobody's ever put a razor blade that anybody know. There's no no police reports of it in in history. Of really? It ever in happened. history? In yeah. history? In history? In the history of in the history of Halloween? No one's ever ever ever. Ever, ever? Well, I mean, I haven't checked it in the past few years, but at one so point... Somebody Google that. There had to be one case where somebody anybody goes, ever razor, put a, put a razor blade or put a pen in a caramel chew? Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> How? Those little cubes of caramel? Let me tell you something. Caramel There's a ton apples, of photos of it, caramel but it's apples? a myth. Oh, my God. That's what I miss. I haven't had a caramel apple in years. Caramel apples. Oh, my God. How great. With Granny Smith apples and caramel and maybe put some... Uh, and I, I always they sell hated, them already made at the, uh, yeah, at always, the Walmart. I always hated nuts. <laughs> I, I ain't going to Walmart for that. But uh, risk COVID so I can get a caramel apple? No. But, I mean, I love caramel apple. And I didn't like nuts. I still don't. But when you sprinkle them on caramel apple... Oh my God, dude! That w- and when your mom made them homemade caramel apples, are you serious, bro? Are you serious? Anybody, if anybody comes to my show tonight, seven thirty nine, bring caramel apples. Bring caramel apples. They <laughs> better mm-hmm. have razor blades in them. But bring caramel apples, please do. Come to my show tonight. Bring me a caramel apple. <laughs> I will eat that shit on. I will eat that on stage. Be careful. I will eat that on stage. Oh what? I didn't say that. I will yes, eat that on did. stage. Shut up. I will eat that on stage. <laughs> I will eat that on stage. Brandon, you got that? I did. All Thank right. you. Thank you, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> so terrible. Okay. Joanna's got an answer. Joanna researched. Has, has there ever been an actual case of a stranger putting a razor blade in an apple? Not an actual razor blade, but mm-hmm. there was a real case in 1964 where an old lady handed out steel wool and ant poison to kids that she thought were too old to trick or treat. <laughs> Wow. Nineteen sixty four. No tell them up front that she was giving them that. This is steel wool and rat poison. Yeah, and she Cause you're too old. They say that Look it wasn't you. you're <laughs> eight. <laughs> she, they, they say that it wasn't an attempt to harm kids, but just to give them crappy treats. So it's possible that this case is what then led to the urban legend of razor blades and apples. Okay. Yeah, it also says here that the Tylenol poisonings that were happening in the eighties people started thinking, oh, well, they could be poisoning candy, too. So, I remember the Tylenol poisoning. That was like, like, people died. Yeah. Were That's s- why they changed the, uh, the the caps, right? And made them uh, really hard to get into. Yeah. And also put the plastic uh-huh. around. Yeah, you still can't get into them. Yeah, because of that. <laughs> wow. Well, you but, still can't. <laughs> but I think the thing is, too, if you put the idea into people's heads, yeah. like, they're going to start doing it. Yep. Based on real events. It's yeah, like but, TikTok challenges. People yeah. don't actually do them, but once you make a big news story about it, right. then they go and Probably do nobody <laughs> really ate a Tide Pod until they started doing news stories about mm-hmm. it. And then somebody's like, okay, well, I'll eat a Tide Pod. Sounds good. But can you find anything ever about somebody putting a razor blade? No, no, no. There are stories about it since then. There was one from last year in 2019 of a story of 
uh, in Utah of someone finding razor blades. So, but like I said, I think it's the story. There's nothing. The urban legend yeah, has been around right. for year for mm-hmm. decades before people actually started doing it. Saying this, well, this sounds like a good idea. So this is uh, <laughs> poison some kids. <laughs> Where'd this apple come from? This is a survey. Find it. That asked about. Halloween candy, and they broke it up into generations. So the generations that we're talking about here are boomers, Gen mm-hmm, X, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. millennials, which is you guys. BT and I are both Gen <laughs> X. You we're, we're not boomers. Mm-hmm. Kit Kats, bro. Kit Hell, yeah. And then Gen Z. Are, uh, do you want me to start? Almond Joy. Remember well, Almond Joys? Oh, my no. God. Do they even make those anymore? Remember Almond Joys? Oh, yeah. Almond Joys. Yes. Sorry, it's, it's from the, the boys. Side, it's, got, it's got the whole side plot on the boys. Yeah. About Almond Joys. Almond Joys are great. I love Almond Dude, Joys. Remember Whatchamacallit's? Mm-hmm. Whatchamacallit's? What do you call it? Whatchamacallit. Remember that commercial? What it's do you also, call it? Whatchamacallit. Yeah. And uh, Zero My Hero. You know what? The best candy bar no one talks about they don't make anymore? Zagnet. Powerhouse. Remember the Powerhouse bar? Dude, that was so good. My dad would get that from Kmart. Now, everyone has a different generation say their favorite candy bar. All at once? <laughs> I would, well, De- you know I mean, definitely it was the chocolate. The so consistent it, was Reese's. That's consistent. Look at that. That's if consistent. If you could get like a regular size okay, Snickers, non-chocolate. that was... Non-chocolate? Ooh, that's a hard non-chocolate? one. Non-chocolate? Yeah. Pixie sticks. Now, later. What? Pixie sticks? Hell yes. Yeah. yeah. You want to be Yeah, cocaine? that was as close to mixing oh. cocaine as you can come as I a know. Kid. I know. I'm like, you want to be drug addict? <laughs> that's the close you come to mixing cocaine. Like, no. yeah. I'm being like my daddy. Yeah. <laughs> You didn't snort it. I mean, it was oh, just oh, like you tore off child, the Yeah, yeah, you didn't. Yeah, yeah okay. You as didn't. a child, did you snort it? But... No. Well, we had candy cigarettes, so why, why, why would that be? Uh, we, we weren't allowed to have those. You weren't? My mom said you're not even allowed to have candy that looks like cigarettes. Well, uh, oh. Good. Good for your mom. I, it, but there were some candy cigarettes you could actually, it would actually blow and, smoke. Like little puffs like, of little puff. sugar So it or looked like it was smoke. And like, who does that? <laughs> you're trying to get a kid addicted. As a, I mean, who does that? And we thought it was cool and you would candy wrap it in. And your and your and your your little T-shirt, your little kid, and your little kid T-shirt. You remember Big League Chew? Oh my God! Great, carry that that around. Yes, lip like you thought you were Lenny Dykstra. Yes. Yes! Oh, my Big League Chew was the great. Like I don't want to do regular tobacco, so I just do chewing gum to get me ready for it. How great was that? Mm-hmm. Big League Chew. When, when I was growing up. Yeah, well, you, Companies I mean, company should have got their asses kicked for doing that. You know, they, they, they got you ready for it, basically, as a kid. Yeah. They, got, if you, they, if, they did. If you played sports <laughs> when I was growing up, there was a lot of pressure, like peer pressure, to, to dip Yep. is what they call it. My brother it. still mm-hmm. dips, yeah. 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 And I mean starting like in eighth grade. Yeah, man. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> yes. I remember coming back from uh, the YMCA. Remember in the summer, at least in Muskogee, YMCA was where I learned how to swim. Yes, black people can swim. Learn how to swim. <laughs> I, I made it to, I was, a, I was a porpoise, which means I could tread water for 15 minutes. What? Talk to me. I was a black Navy SEAL. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I remember a that. porpoise? Yeah. Yeah, because it, it, went, it went tadpole, fish, Flying fish, porpoise. As far as like, okay. yeah, I could I could tread water for fifteen minutes as a kid. <laughs> yeah, so basically, I was ready for the the, the Marines when I was like eight years old. And I remember, and uh, so my buddies, they were white. They wanted me to walk with them through the black neighborhood so they it wouldn't get beat up. So they would walk with me, not knowing I was as white as them, basically. But anyway, because I, I was being in fourth grade, like in Kiss. So you know, I was walking them through the neighborhood, and they would dip, and they, and they peer pressure, they, I dipped once. And I was like, this is disgusting. Did you get sick? No, but I was like, that's disgusting. I faked it. I, I, and I was like, yeah, I'm not doing this anymore. But yeah, we faked it and didn't dip. My brother still dips. He's, uh, he's nasty, but he still dips. 
for oh my God, that's a whole nother story. <laughs> <laughs> we'll talk about him later. <laughs> Actually, there's not yes. a lot of difference in the generation. So Gen Z, which is my, my daughter's generation. Yeah. Twix. Likes, Dude, Twix still rocks. Reese's, Snickers, Kit Kat, Twix, and Hershey's. Yeah. Except for mm-hmm. except for nobody likes candy corn. That's bull crap. Nobody likes this candy corn. This is the millennial candy, candy corn. corn. Who does? Me. And me. Go to bed. All right, let's talk <laughs> about this. So candy corn only appears on millennials. For the millennials list of favorite candies, really? you got your... You got your standards Ugh. like Reese's, Snickers, Kit Kat. But how then ironic. candy corn? How do you guys mm-hmm. like candy corn? It's awful. It is delish. How dare you? I actually went driving around looking for candy corn one day. Because they, I, I, they didn't have it at the grocery store down the street. So then I just I kept driving around because I was craving candy corn for some strange reason. Candy corn. Candy corn only shows up in the millennial category. So We're keeping this makes it alive. Sense. BT, you okay? I, where, where did this go? Where did this go? Joanna, will what, you come help BT? Happened? Uh, oh. He got oh, really animated. Leave? Yeah, Nico. Had- <laughs> Where's Nico? He left. I can't hear myself. I can't plug it in. Help me. Nico you had to go. Get to- it in? Nico said he had to go to his urologist office. <laughs> right, a bit, right, right below the monitor there. He can't hear me, so guide him. Right below the right monitor. <laughs> Hang on, guys. It's We're gonna no get BT hooked can- back up. Oh it's no fun when I make jokes about getting it in and BT can't yeah, he hear it. Uh, listen, you ain't got to say it like that. You ain't got to say it like that. I mean, that, that was being very nasty. You know, and that's, that's how women catch us. That's how women, that's why we get in trouble with women. They make kind of a sexual innuendo and you I'm take it a step further. You couldn't get the, the headphone jack into the plug. I get it. You can't get it in. It's fine. See, that, and then I would go a little step further and then I get fired. Yeah, right. She would go, I'm sorry, I don't feel comfortable around him. And I'm like, what? But she said, BT. get it in. And then you were like, oh, I can get it yeah, in. Oh, I get it in. All of a sudden, it's like, you know I'm getting it. Next thing you know, HR's <laughs> involved. Next thing you know, like uh, BT, uh, coach wants to see you and bring your playbook. <laughs> and I'm out of a job, and I got and I got cases pending, <laughs> all because you made a sexual endo, and I took it one step further. For uh, for boomers, for that's how brothers lose a job. The candies for boomers are Snickers, Reese's, Milky Way. Those caramel apple lollipops? I never had those. Oh, yeah. The caramel apple pops. The caramel apple lollipops. My sister loved those. And here's one that's not on any of the other generations except boomers. Tootsie Rolls. Tootsie Rolls, man. Those wow. were yeah, they were kind of nasty. But I mean, but looking back, we love them. They're just like wax. Yeah. And they were not even heavily flavored. They yeah. were like lightly flavored cubes of wax. Yeah, black wax. Yeah. Seriously. I mean, but it was black wax. I mean, but it was like, remember that? But remember the Tootsie Roll Pops? Yeah, how many licks did it take to get to the center of a Tootsie Roll? Mm-hmm. Dude, I'm, oh, that was great. Remember wax lips? Remember that? Mm-hmm. Flavored Do you remember wax, the little nasty? the little Pepsi bottles that had like a little bit of Pepsi flavoring yes. inside it? And yes. they, were, they were made. Oh, yeah. We ate a lot of wax in yeah. the 70s. Yeah. Yeah, I know. We did. We <laughs> ate a ton of wax. How much wax we have in our system right now still? Yeah. And now our generation eats a lot of wax too, but it has marijuana in it. So there we go. <laughs> I like the way you think. Thank, I think you. Thank you. I think candy corn is probably mostly wax and sugar. Yeah. Uh, yeah, man. Oh, my God. The good old days. Remember those, man? It's the Buzz Adams Morning Show Podcast. All right, BT, you want to... 
give out your social medias? Yeah, man, because I know here it, it, it pops when I'm here. That's why I love being here. Also, on my Instagram, I was I was formerly Funny Man Six Eight Six Nine, but they for some reason I did something wrong with Instagram, so they, they disabled my account. So I'm now I'm Funny Boy Six Eight Six Nine. I went back Don't in like life. That. I'm Funny Boy Six Eight Six Nine. Funny Boy Six Eight Six Nine on Instagram. Why couldn't you go back to be a funny man? Like they banned you for yeah, life. Yeah, under yeah that? basically. So I'm Funny Boy Six Eight Six Nine. Funny uh, Boy. Yeah, and also Instagram. I have two podcasts. Um, uh, I'm at uh, Tales from a Gemini podcast. Tales from a Gemini podcast. And also, Sorry We're Canceled podcast. So follow those on Instagram for me if you could, please. Well, tell sorry. me what, what the Sorry We're Canceled. Sorry We're Canceled is the stuff, basically, that we're talking about, but I can be uncensored. And me and another comic just talk about everything that's going on. We, we, like, we did a live uh, commentary on the debates, you know, and so that's like a, it's about a 45 minute to an hour show. It's called Sorry We're Canceled. And my Tales from a Gemini podcast is one where I interview, basically I interview like uh, uh, basically people involved in the racing industry. Anybody really kind of, I interview people, but it's mainly people from the racing industry, motorcycle racing, because that's what I'm into. But it's also people that I'm interested in. So it's not specifically just motorcycle racing or whatever, but it's people that I'm into. Like like a guy that coaches motorcycle racers and he has a, a an academy coming up where he wants to help American riders. Because, you know, I'm a big, big racing fan, big motorcycle fan. And I also interview people that's involved in MotoGP and, and Moto America, which is in Indianapolis right now. But it's also people, like I said, that inspire me. Like I interviewed this uh, this girl from Africa who's a motocross racing champion. She ended up um, coming over here to race motorcycles. Now she's here in America for good. And she, and her father got so much crap because he used to have a motorcycle. He introduced his daughter, and he she's from Zimbabwe, and that's like a no no. Like we think people are misogynistic here. Oh my God, other countries. He got so much flack for having his daughter race motorcycles. She was like a champion, beating all these guys, and there was like a lot of pressure on him. So they end up basically moving to America. Now she's racing motorcycles here. I thought you. Like the kind of motorcycles where when they take a turn, their like yeah, road their racing. side is yeah. almost hitting and the it, ground and their knees and on the ground. Yeah, yeah. I, but it's, it's all types of racing, or just and it's not specifically for racing, but it's just people who inspire me because I, after I get through, I'm so jacked. So it's called Tales from a Gemini, and some of them are funny interviews. Some of them are like you know, like I said, people that inspire me. So that's my Tales from a Gemini. Are one. you a fan of racing? Or yes. You, or are you a participant Dude, as well? I'm a, oh, I'm a fan. I mean, I would love to race, but I mean, I just you know, I would love to, but at the time, no. But I mean. And that's what that's I can't I don't like to say bucket list I just think things I'm gonna get to because you got to get to them now because you don't know when you're gonna go so you got to do them now the hell with a bucket list do that do that now because you don't know when your time is up weren't and you I was, going like over to Italy yeah. and watching all yeah, these motorcycle I was, races yes and dude stuff. I was planning on going to Finland this year to watch a race and I was gonna go to and I always end up finishing the season finale over in Spain I just love going to Spain so yeah man that's just so that's my passion so both of them are passion because it's and the reason I call them tales from a Gemini is I'm such a Gemini that, you know, like, I'll be talking and then I'll go on to another subject and I forget what I no, talked about in the first place. No, I think you keep it right on uh, target. <laughs> Never <laughs> stray off of the... <laughs> no, uh, I don't. You're, you're always walking that line, man. <laughs> but I know who I and am, And it's though. so hard to d- drag stuff out of you. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, so it's Tales from a Gemini, Funny Boy 6869, Sorry We're Canceled, and also my my Twitter is Funny Man 6869, Funny Man, and my, and my YouTube channel is Funny Man 6869. So, man, and... Uh, uh, and my YouTube channel also has my uh, and my 
Instagram also has my um, my minute movie reviews, which is which I love doing. I, it's a minute, a minute out of if, if there's a movie you want to go see and you go, hmm, I wonder if I should see that. If I reviewed it, it'd be on my YouTube channel and just check that out. And then my minute movie reviews and whatever, like are I, they like it, movies that are new, that new are movie, out? yeah, new like a uh, movie called Alone. Good movie. You've seen the basic premises where this woman traveling by herself, a creepy dude finds her, holds her hostage, she has to get away. Let me tell you something. That movie had great suspense in it. It's a great a movie called Alone. You can see it on Fandango now. Uh, I think it's also on Apple TV. That's Is it a like a movie. suspenseful movie? Yeah, dude, it's, yeah, it's great. It's called Alone, and I review it on my movie review. Like I said, it's on my YouTube channel. Check out all the movies I review. And another movie, great movie called The Devil All the Time, starring Robert Pattinson. He's such an underrated actor. That dude is great. That's a great movie, The Devil All the Time. It's also, it's also on Netflix. I reviewed it. I got a minute review. Watch it. If you want to watch it from my, what my review is, great. But it's a minute out of your day. I mean, like I said- it about it's about uh, it takes place back in the 50s and 60s and uh it's a two different it's like two stories combined it's like these cu- it's couple they're not swingers but they're like serial killers and they travel through and like uh like they pick up hitchhikers you could do that back in the 50s and 60s because everybody was good people and you and so like so th- was they, it based on true story no but they I, actually i don't know but they pick these like dudes up and so they hey uh, you might we stop over here i gotta use the bathroom and the wife will go to like suntan and dude's like hey man you want to make love to my wife she's like yeah, and they up killing the guy, you know. So, and and the other story is a guy like they were really, really, really religious, but like a lot of bad stuff happened to him. Like it was weird. Like they believed in God and everything, and everything bad happened to him. Like his wife caught cancer and died, and then his son something happened to his son. And, and this is the same movie. Same movie. Robert Pattinson plays this preacher who's like a like you know everybody. He's a first out of Bible college. He's he's real like a charismatic. All the girls love him, and obviously he takes advantage of it. Like gets this girl pregnant and said basically said it's your fault. It happened. And like she ended up killing herself by accident because this dude. It's a great movie. It's called The Devil All the Time All right, on Netflix. Speaking of Robert Pattinson. Great movie. I mean, he's a great actor. Great I only actor. saw a couple of movies in theaters before the pandemic started, and then I just went a couple of weeks ago to see Tenet. Oh my yeah, God! Have you seen Tenet? I have no idea what that movie was about. Not, I none at all. I literally watched. I go. I go. I know what. I, I you know Christopher Nolan, the greatest director ever right now. I go. Okay, I'm all in. Seven minutes into Tenet, I tapped out. I go. Okay, I'm done. I have no idea what this movie's about. I hope I see a boob or something because right. I have no idea what this movie's I'm about. I'm gonna tell you the truth. As I'm watching it, I, I'm doing my best to try and figure out what's going on. Yes. And then when they start fighting the guys backwards, I'm trying. I'm like, what the hell? Yeah. So as soon as I get out of the theater, I go home and I look up like reviews of it trying to get some insight and then i'm like all right well that doesn't really help so i looked up they have like graphs that show you like when the timeline went and what they were doing and i was still like i don't want to i'm not sure i want to work this hard to understand this movie because i'm i'm studying these graphs trying to figure out when they went back in time and when they went forward and Christopher Nolan's too deep for himself, dude. I mean, honestly, it's like, okay, I'm done. I mean, it's a good movie, great acting. That lady, for some reason, that woman who that's that in super Tenet, tall lady. Th- th- she, she's she, also, she's also in another movie called The Orange Theory, whatever. It's also on like a uh, uh, Fandango now, or whatever. Uh, no, yeah, and uh, it's uh, Mick Jagger's in the movie, and that's another great movie. I think her last name is Debner. I think she's hot. She's too skinny, but for some reason, it works for me. You know, black guys like women a little thick. I mean, wait, but, wait, are we talking about like the the one who was married was in, to the she billionaire? Was she was in Tenet. 
She was the one in Tenet, the one that, you know, she was in Tenet. She was also in this movie called Orange Theory or whatever. She's it kept so throwing skinny. me off. She was so much taller than John David Washington but, that he looked like like a middle school kid. Yeah, and yeah. I had to look it up. And yeah. But it turns out she's like six foot three. But she's hot and she's really skinny. But for some reason, it works for me. Like, you know, like, you know, like I said, we like them thick. We're black dudes. We like them thick. But for some reason, that worked for me. Like, I'm like, I like this one. Maybe because she's six three. It's like she could take, you know, take the ball in the paint and give you like, you know, 10 and 10. You know? <laughs> Like, baby, give me 10 rebounds and 10 points. I got you, dog. You know what I mean? For some reason, I don't know why. But, yeah, man, she's hot, dude. I think her name is Elizabeth Dabner, maybe. I don't know. But, yeah, she's so hot. Have but you seen anything good. else recently in theaters? Because it's been real limited. Theaters, yes. I went to go see uh, I, that the movie that was horrible. Russell Crowe's last movie. Where he's unhinged. like a, Yeah, unhinged. That movie was one of the worst movies. I, I would have walked out on a movie on an airplane. That's how bad that movie was. It was horrible. I was like, how'd this movie even get made? But So I figured out Russell Crowe has gone from playing guys that are fat to just being, being fat. Being fat, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. He, he's really method. He's a method guy. Hey, <laughs> underrated movie. Underrated movie. Tax Collector. With, uh, with, uh, um, uh, what's his name? Shia LaBeouf. Shia LaBeouf. That dude, tax collector is an underrated, and George Lopez is great now. Our U.S. Congresswoman just walked by and blew me a kiss through the window. Okay, well, there's a scandal. (laughs) (laughs) There's a scandal. Oh, you're hooking up with the con- No, I'm not. No, no. Exactly. Well, well, she blew you a kiss, buddy. We all know where that leads. Next thing you know, porno. But anyway, (laughs) tax collector, George Lopez is great in that movie. Uh, Shia LaBeouf is great. Great story. Wait, wait, wait. Which movie are we talking about? This is the movie, it's on Netflix, and I remember because people were saying like you're trying to give Shia LaBeouf a flack saying he was portraying a a Mexican it's like no isn't he supposed to be a white boy that grew up like I'm confused also no I'm confused also on how they did that because you know it's like okay is he trying to be Mexican or is he just a a tough dude who grew up in a Mexican and that that they accepted him you know what I mean it's kind of like how black people accept like Justin Timberlake all the cholos I know were like yeah that's cool yeah, well, everyone's like, he's they were welcome. okay with it. But here's the thing about it, though. Okay, whoever did the movie and the casting, hey, don't, don't don't put that on Shia LaBeouf. Put that on, on the music uh, on the on movie execs. Yeah. All right, don't put it on Shia. Shia LaBeouf goes all the way. He gets in his roles. So you can't blame him. Blame everybody else but him. You know what I mean? But he was great. So Tax Collector's a good movie. I love Tax yeah. Collector. I mean, to be honest, looking at the way he looks, I've if I saw him at one of my family cookouts, I'd be like, yeah, no, he's totally Mexican. <laughs> he's one of us. Yeah, man, that's a good movie. He's one of us. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's You're like, oh, is that like cousin that. Arturo? Like, <laughs> I haven't seen him in a while. Dang, he lost weight. Arturo, you look good. Hey, thanks for noticing. I'm vegan now. You know, so, <laughs> so, yeah, so Tax Collector's good. Um, uh, what's another good movie? I, I, I forget. That's why I went to a movie theater to see a good movie. Oh, I'm trying to think, 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 think. The last one I saw before the pandemic started was Invisible Man with Elizabeth Moss. That was a good movie. That was, pretty good. That was a good movie. Yeah, yeah that was good. That was, that was good. That was good. I think the one I was disappointed. I'm trying to think, disappointed to go see. Oh man, you name him. Name a movie, and I, I've probably seen it. That's all I do. Doctor Doolittle. Okay, now, now stop it. Now you're being silly. Well, now you're just being silly. There are only a handful of movies that that opened in theaters. Now you're being silly. <laughs> you mean, is that the congressman? No, who's that? I don't know. It's I in mean, the hallway. It's, I that? Oh, that's Duke. Oh, dude, I love Duke. Okay, I thought those. I'm like, man, she looks different. But yeah, okay. Say, up, hi to, say hi to BT Duke. How you doing, Duke? Good to see you, brother. Thanks for following me on Twitter, man. Duke, Duke, uh, like my replies on Twitter. So I appreciate Duke. Seriously, man, thank you, buddy. Yeah. yeah. So my yeah. So Duke knows my. I put my movie. Does reviews Duke know up. we're on air? Right. Remember? He is, but his microphone's not clipped on. Yeah. So I put my and he's got his mask on. on too. Yeah. <laughs> what you're supposed on, dude. to do? Flip that little button. <laughs> yeah. yeah, they're telling you to flip the button. Dude. Oh, right, oh. Duke can hear. Oh, us. Uh, is that? Oh, flip the there button. You go. Hey now. Hey, hey dude. <laughs> What's up? 
Tell, tell him about my movie reviews, hey, dude. Tell him about my movie reviews on Twitter. His movie reviews are awesome. Thank you, dude. Sits there, and it's and he's got a nice background as well. Thank you, dude. Is that your kitchen? Uh, sometimes. Okay. Sometimes <laughs> my kitchen, sometimes my room. Very nice. Yeah. Duke, when you walked in, it suddenly smells like pumpkin spice in here. Oh, he's white. That's what they do. <laughs> Is there something that smells like, like autumnal... Potpourri or something? Be, could be my Cologne. I don't, I'm not sure. What's, what's Cologne? What's that? Cologne. Oh, oh, man. Okay. Yeah, I'm yeah, sorry. Just, I, just, I, I spelled out. What a maroon. <laughs> <laughs> Egad. <laughs> Meet what kind of shenanigans are you up to? Uh, but yeah. Outstanding. No, you, that, <laughs> you, but you smell good, Duke. Thank you. Thank you, Pumpkin brother. spice. It's yeah. like a shower. Oh, Duke, when are we going to get the professional hockey game? Is that going to be... Professional hockey game? Well, p- oh, the, the thing that we be... won from Kraft. Yes, the Hockeyville game. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That will probably be sometime next year. I think after all this stuff goes away, the word Hopefully. is it is going to be the Dallas Stars, which which would be great because they were the Western Conference champions in the Stanley Cup Finals, but uh, probably not until 2021, and they're still trying to figure out how the season's going to work, just because you know they're going to probably have to start in the bubble till all this stuff goes away. When so. does the when does the the Rhinos hockey season start? All things being normal, all things being normal. Well, the season will be on. Uh, this month, late this month is when they start. Their first home games are going to be in November, but uh, you can go to ElPasoRhinos.com and check that out. Are uh, are the kids in town yet? The kids who play for the Rhinos? Or yeah, not, they're, 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 they're starting to practice, right? The yeah. ice is up. They are, they're going at it. Have you ever watched a show called Letter Kenny? Yes. Okay. I love Letter Kenny. That is that is the most Canadian of all shows. Right. <laughs> it is. You, you it's know the Kenny? ultimate ca- Canadian show ever. It truly is. Uh-huh. Okay, right. buddy. Thanks, Duke, for dropping by. <laughs> Bye, Duke. Bye. Bye, right, Duke. Good we'll to see you, later. brother. Look good, dude. Let's take a break. We've got one more segment. We'll come back, talk some more to BT, uh, find out about BT's dating apps, which oh. uh, he's going through. So you'll, yeah. t- you'll give I'm us like town. a little I'm inside looking. tour of your of your dating apps. Yes, of my of my, of my Bumble. And Guess my, what? And I, I got on Tinder. Oh, finally. gosh. This is a saddest story. Oh, no. Don't bring BT down like that. That's a sad story. <laughs> don't bring me down. Don't bring me down, down, down. I want to hear um, I I even did the version where you pay for it, which nobody does. Nobody pays for Tinder. No, why would you pay for something free? Uh, <laughs> well, I guess there's a thing like you can see the if you pay, you can see the people who swiped right on you. Yeah, before you match, like you can see them before mm-hmm. you match on okay, them. Okay, that but it's sense. just the unattractive ones that you were well, going to swipe duh. left on anyway. Well, yeah, I mean, the older we get, it's not going to be good. But uh, <laughs> it's like shopping for a used car, <laughs> and that used to be a rental car. Like, oh man, they really went through this one. <laughs> it's the Buzz Adams Morning Show podcast. We've just got a few minutes left to wrap up the show. BT is here. Duke yes. Keith has dropped by. I just saw Congresswoman Veronica Escobar. Was she in doing some production or something, Duke? Did you she was. Yeah. That's why I was here. Okay. Is she coming in? She's no, done. she looked like she was headed out. But No, she left already. Oh, man, Apparently there's her. a lot of paperwork for her to come on the shows now. So Why is that? Uh, because she's a congresswoman. Equal she time. She got a dot I's and cross T's. And- yeah. I mean, is anybody even... Running against her? They are. I can't remember the person's name. I right, was just told it the other day. Yes. I mean, it It can't be much of a race because you don't see any commercials. 
It can't be like Not that whole really. social tourist mall and you vet Harold. <laughs> yeah. You watch the news in El Paso, and it's yeah. like at one commercial break, it'll be Yvette Harold telling so you how bad the social tourist mall is, and then the next one, it's social tourist mall telling you how bad Yvette Harold is. New Mexico and they just is ping like ping pong a... back and forth like that. <laughs> that is a fighting ground. You don't see like uh, commercials like that in our area for Texas, but New Mexico, man, they are. Fighting yeah, it I, out. I haven't seen a single Veronica ad, and it probably no. has something to do with, well, they're not take whatever competition they have mm-hmm. is, is not being taken seriously. So they probably redirected any any funds that she had to some other race. I know. would think so. But no, she that's that's part of the reason she was here. Oh, is to record it. It was an to record an ad. I just recorded her. Exactly. So there will be an ad. Yeah. And it will be on radio. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. I was with one of her. It's not like an attack. But it's not, ad right, it's not an attack. Yeah. It's yeah. not like, yeah, it's no, not no, like no, New no. Mexico. No, I was with one it's of her staff done. people the other day, and she's like, oh, I'm on the phone with your sales team right now because I got to get some ads. I'm like, she's running ads? Like, she needs to? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Now, somebody who I've started seeing a lot of the ads for is the is the woman, uh, the veteran who's running against John. Oh, MJ Hager. Hager. MJ Hager. Rides yeah. that badass motorcycle up yeah. into her. She's cool. And, yeah, she ride the motorcycle. She's got that full yes. that tattoo on her arm. Oh yeah, I'm voting for her. I don't you look up MJ Hager, is. and the first thing is, what is her tattoo? It's like MJ Hager tattoo. <laughs> okay, wait, Gosh. MJ Hager. Yeah, H E G A R. MJ Hager. She's so really she, cool, actually. She's, so she's running against John Cornyn. Oh man, she looks hot. She's a ve- <laughs> okay. she's a veteran. Um, you, know, you know, she got shot. Like oh, she tells you yeah. that at the very beginning of a commercial. Her. I thought getting shot in Iraq was the toughest. Was- Challenge I'd ever face, or right. whatever. Oh, she. Oh, is she's from Connecticut. I don't. know. She, she, she's uh, running in Texas. She's, she's, she's yeah. She's running for Texas. John Cornyn's seat. Books. She might be from Connecticut. Shoot like know. a girl. One woman's dramatic fight in Afghanistan and on the home front. Is she single? No, no she's married. Oh, has two kids. Oh, it's okay. I still vote for. Her. <laughs> she's great though because she actually did fight, I believe, in the uh, Air Force for the combat exclusion policy against it. If she rides right. a motorcycle, uh, she's got my vote. There you go. Yeah, she rides. She rides. Was she a pilot, yeah. or was that that's one of the other ones? Um, I thought she was a pilot. Maybe not. Yeah, she, in the in the commercial, she talks about how she was. I believe she was piloting a helicopter. Yes. Okay. I love that's how we're like, well, in the commercial that she made. <laughs> <laughs> <The> commercial, <laughs> right. So, so here's what I know about Yvette Harrell and uh, Social Tour is small. Yvette Harrell, <laughs> I guess, went on a fancy airplane that has her name on the side of it, what? which is <laughs> nice. and Social Tour is small. Is, is basically scissoring uh, Nancy Pelosi. Oh my wow. gosh. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Nancy Pelosi can do her legs like well, that? Well, like 95% of the time, she's in favor of Nancy Pelosi. So that's what Buzz I get. Buzz is and, like, and that's the end. And I've seen, each of those, I've seen each of those commercials a thousand times. Yeah. they've Yeah, they've been going at it hammer and tongs, man. Uh, let's talk a little bit of sports. Uh, let's start with the Miners, who are 3-1. and one. First time the Miners have been 3-1 and one in a decade. And they're going up against Louisiana Tech. What What was that? Why are you laughing? It, it's true. It is true. And it's sad. I mean, you know, they're talking about limiting the Sun Bowl to 8,000 seats. Well, they've been doing that for years. Yeah. <laughs> but social distancing has been part of the UTEP way. Did for you get a, long a line time. against Louisiana Tech? I think uh, uh, 14 <laughs> is what I'm seeing. 14 right now? Minus 14 for Louisiana. Uh, uh, UTEP plus 14. UTEP was an underdog going up against uh, Louisiana, Louisiana Monroe. Monroe and, which is instant. Which is astounding. Just ran them off bad. the field. Yeah. Who, Louisiana Monroe? Monroe was terrible. Oh, they were okay. bad. My brother went to that school. My brother is the reason they have that stadium because he went there the first year they went Division One. So he was there for two years and, he, and they were everybody's homecoming uh, opponent. They got beat seventy to six by Auburn. I remember that. <laughs> yeah, they were everybody's homecoming opponent. But he's the reason. 
reason they were there are because it, he took the arrows so they could prosper. Really? Okay. Remember Did that? I tell you I might have story. to? I, That's awesome, man. I, I'm going to have to start wearing some Oklahoma State gear. No. Why? Why? My niece, my youngest Traitor. niece, who's a junior this year. Traitor. Signed a letter of intent. She got full scholarship to Oklahoma State. And what? What sport? sport? What's basketball? Basketball? Yeah. Before you leave, before either one of you leave, I'll show you like her sophomore highlight reel. Good for her, man. Amazing. Yeah. No, she's great. Have you seen that track runner from Oklahoma State that was on Instagram? She is so hot. Oh my god, I follow her. Exactly on Instagram at like fitchicks. See, this is why when I saw BT through the like little sliver of window, I had to go. I had to come say hello. It's my man BT. Thanks, man. Tomorrow is strong. Yeah, tomorrow so is hot. OU Texas. Yeah. Where, yeah. where are they? Are they playing it at the Cotton Bowl? Yeah, I believe the so. fair's not going on. No, well, the they got a, like a drive-through fair or whatever. <laughs> right. I hope the fair's not going. So on. here's yeah. the thing: you, OU is two and two. They lost their one, last no, two games. They're one, one and two. two. They're one and two. Yeah, one and two. Coming in with a losing record. Yeah. Oh, crud. All right, but we're going to beat Texas. At this point, there's no way OU can get into a. College playoff of fourteen. Well, this no. this year is crazy, so you don't know. Don't this year is crazy. It's not going to happen. So yeah. I'm just going to watch this weekend. The only thing OU can do for me is to beat the Longhorns and screw up their season because yes. that'll be two losses yeah. in a row. Yes, after they lost to TCU, that can happen. So yes. that is it. That's all I'm watching for is for OU yep. to spoil it for the Longhorns. And then I'm done with college football. How great is that? Yeah, just just ruin their season. What a hibernation. Yeah. It's been just come in and pee in their bed and leave. How great is that? Yeah. There you go. Like a relative of Thanksgiving. Like I'm done with OU, except that they could, out of spite, they could spoil Texas season. That's what we should do. Absolutely. Yes. Absolutely. Yeah, they deserve it. They deserve it. Cowboys going up against the 0 4 Giants on Sunday. And the Cowboys, I said this, and I've said it for the past three weeks. If you're a Cowboys fan, and you like exciting football games that really go down to the wire and <laughs> like comebacks that you didn't think were possible. The Cowboys are delivering that. Like if they you like exciting are. football games where any freaking thing can happen, yeah. the Cowboys are your team. Yeah. It's incredible. They just can't stop anybody. <laughs> yeah. Can't but like OU. Yeah. Horrible defense. <laughs> Horrible. Well, they're they're putting up all these offensive numbers though, but if you don't yeah, get the win, what's the 500 yards a game, it's incredible. How do you lose the 500 yards a game? Uh, How do you, you let lose? them run all over you and yeah. get up to a That's like a anymore. like a 3 point, 3 score lead which there's no way you should have been able to come back from. No. And then they do and bring it to within 3 and then who knows what happens. Well, that's what you do. well what you do is you uh if your offense has that much offense, uh, then you control the clock and score and keep them off the field. If right. Defense is that bad. Brandon, that's what agree did. or disagree? The Kansas City Chiefs are the are the best team in the league right now. No. Kansas City Chiefs? No, Jeez, I don't know, man. I'd say Kansas City Chiefs Seattle? followed by. I think I, I think put Seattle in the top three. I put Green Bay up there as well. I think yeah. they're one of, but I also think that New England's defense kind of showed a, a formula to beat the Chiefs uh, on Monday. Mm-hmm. They did. They did. It was just. Um, yeah, if, if they don't have, they, they need Cam Newton back. Otherwise, I, you can't put them up there. The defense is certainly there, but but Cam Newton is such an important part of the Patriots' offense. Yeah, they I gotta see, have him. Yeah, play each other again with Cam in there and see what happens. Um, as far as the NBA, the Lakers can wrap it up tonight, and uh, they they could they could close things out. If not, I think the game is tomorrow night, right? Tonight. No, no. There's one tonight, but oh, if they're if it's yeah, needed, so. oh, if they if if if, if they win, Miami if, wins, if then Miami it goes wins. tomorrow. It should go to tomorrow yeah, night. Yeah, yeah. But 
No. Uh, no. That's not the case? No. Sunday? Yeah. Okay. Oh, I, okay. thought it, I thought it was yeah. back-to-back. Of course they're it's in not. Bubble. But, but, but there's, there's no travel day, so I shouldn't it be. There's no travel day. <laughs> Give them a day off the rest. Yeah. There you yeah, go. It's, it's, Build today, it up. it's today, if needed, then Inside. it would be on Sunday, and then, if needed, uh, Game 7 would be coming up on Tuesday. It's going to be done. Everybody's weekend, saying, right? Yeah, I think it's going to be done tonight. Everybody's saying do it for Kobe, do it for Mamba, and then it sunk in. That happened this year. That seems like it was 20 yeah. years ago. Remember that right. we found out about Kobe yeah. dying? That happened before anything was shut down or anybody it, thought this was going to be the Kobe curse. Worse. Yeah. It is, COVID has all happened since the Kobe, Kobe curse. died. Yes, the Kobe it's curse. It's been a long 2020. Man, hasn't it? Hasn't it? It's yeah. just lasted forever. Yeah. Dragging on and on. Yeah. And my Tinder and Bumble ain't working for me. <laughs> <laughs> You're trying to hook something up on your dating app? I'm apps? always trying to hook something up, bro. Is Bumble a dating app? Yeah. I mean, Bumble is? I don't have enough honey for what's on Do my Do you have bubble. to pay for it? Uh, no, it's free. I'm a free kind of guy. It's like plenty of fish. Okay, I would only say I just Go for I it. have had zero luck. And you will continue to have zero luck. There's nothing out there. Women, but. when you post a picture on your dating app, your eyebrows should not be the first thing you notice. <laughs> okay. Like, if all you notice is your eyebrows, you, you need to get somebody else to do your eyebrows for you. <laughs> Second of all, at least put one picture up there where you don't have, like, a little mouse nose and whiskers coming Man, off. Man, I hate that. Stuff. That is my I, my biggest pet peeve. That is never funny or cute. It, it's annoying. Well, it, you know, it's one thing to have it on one picture, but when all your pictures are you as some kind of hybrid woodland creature. Then I know you're Kinky. So yeah. maybe, you know, then I know you're kinky. You're a furry. Oh, yeah. yeah oh, yeah. All right. Uh, we got to wrap up CBT this weekend at the Comic Strip. Two shows tonight and tomorrow yes, and sir. a Sunday show as well. No, 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 no Sunday show. There's no Sunday show? Just Friday and Saturday, 7.30, okay. 9.30. Come see me. Good to know. All right. We'll talk to you Monday. So long, everybody. Peace.